everybody, RC Heli Nation version 2.0. I am Dan. This is episode... Hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. Hey, hold on, old timer. I got this. Okay? What? I don't know. I got this. You just what? you just sit uh, tight there. Oh, man. This is an RC Heli Nation? Uh, I no. Thought, Wrong I thought door. Agree- oh, man. I, <laughs> my calendar's way off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome to the Helihead Show. This is episode number 32. I am your host, Skids, and with me is Gucci. Hello, my friends. And we've got Yard Sale here. What up? And Fence Post. Hey, guys. And all the way from Montana, we got Big Country Lovin' Dan K. Reed in the house. Oh, my God. Big Country Lovin'. <laughs> What's going on? Hey, darling. Nice to see you. It's been a long time. <laughs> you do sure got some pretty blades. <laughs> sure do got a pretty smile. Still What's going it. on, dudes? Oh man, what's been going on with you? You, you're like yeah. lost. Where have you been? Yeah. Uh, I've been, I've been hanging out in a cave in Montana. Mm. Um, and frankly, I'm. I'm just thawing out from the sub-zero uh, minus eight degree weekend that I had and wow. 15 inches of brand new snow. Ugh. Oh, jeez. Sounds like Canada. Yeah. 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 It's good cold as Canada, you know? <laughs> hey, you know, are one of you guys from Canada? Uh, no. <laughs> well, Kevin thinks that me and Gucci are. Yeah. Yeah, we're from you Ohio. Know, you, know how they, you know how Canada got its name, right? Hey. No. C-A. N A D A. We'll get an email from Darren Weens to see if that's right. Yeah, we just lost yeah. like thirty listeners. Thirty listeners. <laughs> oh, dude, that's dude, that that's a true story. That's like state law right there. That's a true story. Yeah, that's, I, got, see, I, hear I know they want it from rolling up a uh, rolling up the the brim at Timmy's. Yeah, yeah. Darren just climbed out of his igloo. He's yelling at America right now. man Man. well uh i understand you guys do a podcast what do you talk about (sighs) little this little that just try to fake it till we make it you know mostly mostly politics (laughs) (laughs) fun with flags you probably don't want want me to get started on politics (laughs) Yeah. yeah that's the hot topic well, before we, we have, do that, uh, before we do that, let's uh, very quickly, I just want to say thank you to everyone for downloading, streaming, listening to our podcast. We certainly appreciate every one of you guys. But, uh, man, let's get right into it. What you think? Why don't you tell yeah. us about your week, Dan? Do you have a week to talk about? I actually flew this week. So nice. I flew Malta. Do they count? Oh, jeez. Nice. I did play. I did. I haven't flown a helicopter in a couple weeks. Cause it's just winters here now, but, uh, I have actually been flying, not, not, you know, don't get too excited. Not like, uh, you know, probably like you guys are, but, um, definitely, uh, thanks to, uh, Colton, uh, who you guys know, by the way. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Colton. Quick shout I, out to yeah. Colton. Cause he, uh, he's the one that hooked us up with you. So, yeah. yeah. So he has, um, he offered to take one of my helis that had been in a state of disrepair. This was, uh, geez, it was quite a while ago. Um, cause I just couldn't be bothered. 
<laughs> and uh, he took a 7HV that I had, a compass of all things, a compass for those of you who yeah, uh, understand. Old school, got it. Dilemma. Yeah. 7HV. And uh, I brought it to work one day and I, because he had offered, uh, mainly because I think he was trying to get me to go flying with him, which I have not done. So, Colton, if you're listening to this, next summer, dude, next summer, I promise. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, you know, tricking him into uh, assuming that I was going to go flying with him, he offered to uh, take my heli home and just take it a little once over for me. And uh, he... Uh, set it he didn't really have to do a lot of setup i don't think because it had been set up it just hadn't been looked at in a long time cleaned it up real well and um i had one of my many futaba radios um uh i had him for whatever reason i can't remember maybe i'd lost the programming or something but he had to go through and reset up my uh futaba which uh was a good thing for him because it offered him the opportunity to see how Futaba works. So that was a right. good thing for him. Yeah. That was probably the first time he got to set up 22 degrees of pitch too, I imagine. <laughs> oh God, you guys, you guys dug deep. Oh, Holy we're, we're going there. <laughs> oh. Hey, that's how, uh, that's how all the pros fly. Trust me on that. <laughs> <laughs> but only in, one right. only in one direction. Only in one direction. It's, it's got to be like six and positive and 22 and negative that's mm. how you get the. that's, that's how, how get... it seems like my stuff set up because the ground comes a lot faster than the <laughs> air does <laughs> yeah but anyway he got that heli set up for me and uh i never did go flying with him but i did take it out and uh put it up in the air a couple times not a lot and um of course at work um a lot of the folks who used to listen to RCH, rchn used to uh, understood i was working for a company called skyfish uh it was a company that a buddy of mine that i went to high school with he and i co-founded and we found some investors to kind of help us along and the uh, decision was made at the time well several years ago the decision was made that um they were gonna end the production side of the company which kind of that's where i, I was at and uh, they were going to focus on software, flight controllers, and that kind of thing. So I went back to nursing after that. This was, um, I actually was still doing the podcast when I went back to nursing, as I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, anyway, long story short, a couple of years of nursing goes by, and um, my buddy calls me up one day, and I was pretty angry with him, and I'm like, you know, you kind of dicked me last time, so I don't think so. <laughs> but he kept calling me back, you know, uh, over the course of I don't know eight or nine months, and finally, he just said, "Look, um, things are going well. We need you back. You got to come back." And so I quit the nursing gig, and now I'm back with Skyfish now for the last, nice. uh, yeah, I don't know, t- almost two years now, year and a half, two years. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So can you can you still fly behind Skyfish there? Or? Uh no, no. Well, yeah, because where Colton works I can. Um because our machine shop is actually in the same location. Uh but our office when I came back our office was kind of downtown Missoula, so can't really fly there. But we just recently the company just recently we bought a um 8,000 square foot building in a smaller town south of Missoula, Stevensville. And um, although we 
can't really fly there. We do have a little courtyard where we can do some test hovering and stuff like that. Um, we have made an arrangement with the city in lieu of uh, getting them aerial photos of the city. They gave us an 88-acre city-owned uh, plot of land that's about a mile away. So, yeah. That nice. we can have access to all the time. So, I could nice. fly there. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. And, of course, they still got the flying field that I always used to fly at back in the day. Very cool. Yep. All right. All right. You got anything to add to your week there? Or? That's about it, man. Just work, work, All work, right. work. Well, Trying to get contracts filled and get a bunch of drones built and, um, uh, you know, do some, <laughs> you know, I was so against the word drones, but it's so ingrained in our vocabulary <laughs> these days. Like, yeah, that, but, um, it's multi you know, it's just working. By the way, we're, uh, yeah, it is multi-rotor, right? Um, if anybody out there wants to move to Montana, we are looking for 107 pilots and engineers. So mm. nice. Now, what about both? Actually, what kind of engineer are you? We're controls engineer. A what? Controls engineer. Oh, I don't know. Right, what software. Oh, do you? What? What? Uh, uh, C? Python? What are you doing? Java? Um, C sharp, Java, a bunch of PHP stuff. Um, yeah. We actually are looking for a software developer. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, maybe you shit out of something that flies, too. Well, <laughs> you can finally talk them into programming a damn Puro flip button on them things. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me a call. I'd, I'd, I'd talk to you about it. I mean, I don't, you know, I, I don't know what you're doing now, but um, we're getting ready to land some pretty large contracts, and we are looking to expand in a big way. So, No, he, you're not allowed to. No. I can't leave. <laughs> I can't leave nope. the state. He won't be a warm weather dick anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be a cold weather prick. Yeah, it's tough to fly. Tough to fly with minus eight degrees. Mm. Oof. Gets yeah. that cold there? Well. I'm out. No. <laughs> it, it just did. It doesn't, but it just did. I don't know if that makes sense, but typically it, mm. it was yeah. way colder. And it's, 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 the news was saying it was one of the coldest Octobers on record since uh, 1800 or some shit, 1890 or some shit like that. Jeez. Yeah, nice. no thanks. <laughs> this time it's supposed to be 55 during the day, 60, 65, and, um, you know, maybe down to 30 at night. Yeah, wow. I got up to 78 today where I'm at. Mm. Oh, I feel so mm -hmm. sad for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss those days when I lived in the South, I tell you. I'd, yeah. I had to wear a jacket this morning when I got up because the AC Aww. was so cold in the house. I was at that side. I was like, oh, I don't need this. I thought we were going to be friends. I really did. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, man. No, I, uh, I think I, I keep uh, reminding myself that would be cool to be involved into something like that, but... I don't know. I'm just too hooked to the government right now. <laughs> no, I get that. And you know what? It changes. Like, uh, yeah. it, changes your, it changes your outlook on the hobby. And I'll be honest. Uh, not that it necessarily led to the eventual end of RCHN. It definitely, you know, dealing with these kind of issues. Although at the position I have now, which is uh, uh, um, operations, I kind of lead, head up the operations of the whole outfit. I don't necessarily deal in the day-to-day -day minutia of, of fixing and building 
but back then i i was and and when you're doing that shit all day long trying to solve problems and troubleshoot the last thing you want to do when you get home is do it to your own helis right mm. it just really got yeah tough. It's like being a computer guy, it's, you know, IT. It just changes your outlook on the whole thing. Yeah, that's true. Very but, cool. Yeah. Video games. I love to play video games. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Gotta have a hobby, right? No matter what. Yeah. What, are you, what are you playing, Dan? Animal Crossing on Switch or? Uh, uh, Candy Crush? <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> still thing. I, I've heard of Animal Crossing. I've never tried it. I, strangely enough, considering what I do, I'm into games like uh, Automation Empire and Factorio and Satisfactory, where I kind of do exactly what I do at work in my video games. <laughs> nice. So basically, you just told us about what that did to you in the hobby, but you're doing it with the video games. Yeah, pretty much, right? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, goodness. All right. That was very cool. All right, Gucci, hit us with your week, man. What, what you been up to? One bullet. Keep it simple. Mm. It will be over That's before you even blink twice. Now, um, just like Dan, I haven't really been flying much, but I did get out. Uh, yeah, I did get out for two like afternoons and did some flying. Oh, okay. Just, yeah, just you know, I I, come, I work from home, so I deal with uh, the craziness that is contracts. So I was like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go out to the flying field and get some flying in and I took out the nitros and I tell uh, you there's something about flying nitro that just I just can't have enough of it. And Danny probably could relate to that one. Nitro has soul, baby. Nitro has yeah. soul. Yes. So, yes. So the only problem is that one of the nitros that I flew, you know, Mike hates because it's a goblin and it's got a YS in it, but man, uh, that thing's firing. It was flying good, Mike. One day I wouldn't know because uh, you know, still yeah, waiting on uh, still waiting on you to come around. You know what I mean? <laughs> we only live an hour from each other, but <laughs> well, you know, actually, um, I was actually telling Todd this, Todd Dudek, that uh, I, we finally, I think we're like at the end of getting the rental house all set up, and we even have a tenant. So my availability might open up just a tad coming up. Nice, so nice. You and might you'll be able to again. afford to crash that ugly ass goblin. What? I never <laughs> crashed, Mike. <laughs> How many times did you see me crash this year? Yeah, I got a little bit more uh, more work to do next year. Don't worry. I think he's crashing more that he lives in Ohio than he did in South Carolina. I'm just saying. Yeah. Really? I think so. <laughs> yeah. Mike, just hold up one finger. That's how many times I know. I've only, oh. I think I've only seen one. <laughs> Actually, there was there was two. <laughs> now, so um, yeah, just a little bit of flying, but overall, like honestly, I I was kind of surprised because you know I haven't flown much. I literally just grabbed the helis off the shelf, went out to the field. I literally didn't even check any of my batteries or anything like that. I just grabbed and went out, and I haven't been flying. Well, I didn't fly for almost a month since the mow down. So I went out, primed the engines, and they started right up and flew. Um, I was kind of out of it, though. You know, you don't fly for two, three weeks, man. It gets, it gets 
you start losing stuff but it was fun and i enjoyed it and i i truly could say it was just a day at the field you know just doing the hobby so super stoked that i got to fly and i'm hoping that i might be able to pull something this weekend locally with mitch i think me and mitch oh, might fly so you've been replaced mike yeah been replaced you know I mean, That's true right. friends. True friends, you know, lend each other, you know, goblins to be able to fly. That's Just right. Saying. I'm gonna call Mitch up and and talk him into coming out to North Jackson <laughs> this weekend, anyway. So that's how you get it done uh, Gucci it. will be sitting on the on the flight stand with swinging his legs around, looking around. Listen, it's everybody okay. at. Guess what? I'm just gonna keep flying. I don't need friends to fly. It's a you know fun to be by myself sometimes. <laughs> so all Gucci needs it, is flags. Flags. Yeah, flags. Yeah, fun with flags. Then the 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 whole fun with flags is because I'm actually doing some F3C stuff. Ah, okay. <laughs> so I'm catching hell for that, you know, because God forbid somebody tries to do something more important than yeah. just now. You know, now crashing. you know why he only crashed once once this year. Yeah. <laughs> This hover was just out of control. Yeah, it's yeah. like when somebody does figure eight upright and it's like, yeah, bro, I got four 400 flights on this. I'm like, yeah, dude, you're doing figure eight upright funnels. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm still, you know, I'm still on the side of what's next to be built. You know, I'm, I'm still waiting for suggestions in the, the peanut gallery. You got a bunch of jokes, but nothing worth a darn. So, <laughs> I'm still waiting. See, give me some ideas. What do you think, Dan? Do you have any? What should I build this? This uh, uh, Raptor Thirty. They're still a thing. Oh, what? I, I don't want to kill a thing. You're, you're breaking up. You're breaking up, Dan. <laughs> hey, Dan. <laughs> Raptor Thirty will teach you how to fly because those things are dogs. You you don't get a power through anything, right? No. You actually have to fly the machine. But I, yeah. I, I wouldn't buy one. I have one if you want one. I'll sell it to you cheap. <laughs> True story. Me me and Skids tried to put a 50-size engine in a Raptor 30. It didn't work out as planned. Yeah. I saw a conversion back in the day for a 55 uh, in a Raptor 30. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we, we didn't even get off the ground. He, he just had to put a stop to the madness. He's like, just buy it in a line, a T-Rex 600, and be done with it. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Conquer your heart, baby. Right. <laughs> uh, do you have any alliance left, Mike? You still do, don't you? No, no. I had the the Horex is going to Brent. It's actually getting oh, shipped man. out tomorrow morning. Yeah. So, nice, so you, Brent. you're moving up in the world, huh? You getting ready yep. for that for that Goblin buy? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Five eighty nine. Yeah. So that's well, that's all I have. Oh. I am nice. Dunsky. Scott, Sweet. what you got, buddy? I don't see anything written here, so I got some doggos that are barking up a storm. That's what I got. Wow. <laughs> Co-host, they don't want to be on this show bad. They're like, you got guests tonight, not us. No, <laughs> <laughs> they're not having it. Uh, yeah. So last weekend rained most of the weekend. I made the fatal mistake of promising the wife one of the days of the weekend, and I accidentally gave her the sunny day. Oh. So all day Sunday, it was just sprinkling on and off. So we ended up going to the flying field. Eric came with, and we hid in the clubhouse. And anytime it stopped raining enough to get some flights, we ran out and flew. Nice. So we did a bunch of orientation stuff. Um, I crashed my my goblin. 
what happened was one of the motor ESC wires unplugged mid hurricane, and we were literally just talking about that like five minutes before. Mm. Like the field owner showed up and he was talking about like how dangerous things are with helis versus airplanes and 3D oh versus someone that's new and doesn't know how to fly kind of thing. He was actually on our side, which was fantastic. And we were talking about like energy management and doing high energy maneuvers at if they go wrong, they don't end up going towards people kind of thing. And I had said, like, the hurricane's the only maneuver, really, where you can't control your, your energy because it's 360 degrees. You know, at, at one point, it's going to come towards you if something goes wrong, but it's for, like, a split second. And I'm not even kidding. We, we finished charging the pack. Five minutes go by, walk outside and fly. It quits during a hurricane. Oy. But, yeah, blades stop, basically, flutters, get it flat before that happens, and then it just kind of, like, thumps onto the ground and slides. Then the tail kind of grabs the grass, flips over 180, and flops. No damage except blades, and I broke one link. Nice. But, literally, they were like, we were just talking about that, and it was it was really funny timing. Yeah. Um, so, how, how the hell did the bullet come unplugged? Have you figured that out? Yeah, so... I had broken the mount for the ESC uh, the last time I crashed it, and uh -huh. it, it's still on there. It's fine, but I was working on the heli, cleaning it up, doing stuff, making sure, you know, truing it up, making sure it was nice. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw a strap on that ESC just in case. I know it doesn't move. <laughs> it wiggles a little bit more than it should. So I threw a strap on it, and I accidentally unplugged one of the, the wires a little bit with my finger when I was stuffing the strap through, and I didn't look. I mean, I, my mm. fault. But, yeah, I guess it was just, like, halfway out, just hanging there, and one flight in, it just let go, so. Wow. Luckily, I didn't blow anything. Um, I always thought if you lost one of the legs on an ESC, bad things would happen if it couldn't deal with the uh, the current loss immediately. <laughs> All of a sudden, there's no... no was it uh, uh, a Hobby Wing? Yeah, Hobby Wing 200. Took it like a champ, didn't do anything wrong, didn't smoke, plugged it back in and spooled up, same crash. Like, I didn't even fix it. I tilted it back up, plugged it back in, the uh, the motor lead, and started spooling up again. Wow, I was like, sweet. nice. Obviously, didn't fly because the blades were broken, but I wanted to see if everything functioned still. Right. Um, yeah, so that was my weekend. Um, some friends showed up late that evening, and we helped them finish building their buddy uh, 380. They were having oh, some cool. issues with that. They were mad because they drove, like, 30 minutes to get to the field, and they thought something was really wrong with their ESC because it wouldn't spool up. The throttle output was 40%, and it doesn't spool up till 42%. So he just looked at me as soon as I made it spin, and he's like, F you. <laughs> he hated me so much. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so other than that, it's just been absolute madness at work. Um, we're, we're just slammed busy, and I've been working on my nitro label. I shared that with some of the guys during the podcast here. Uh, we're selling nitro fuel, 30%. Uh, it's called Full Pool Fuel by Shade Tree Nitro. <laughs> and we're we're putting the labels on there and starting to ship out, I think, um, first week in November or second week of November, we're bringing them all to the uh, RCHO event. Oh, I was going to say, you said ship out. I was getting excited. <laughs> yeah, the shipping is my trunk, transporting to events. <laughs> nice. Heck yeah, man. But yeah, it should be cool. Hopefully, everyone likes it. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, that's my week. Nice. All right. Well, Mike, what you got? So for me, uh, last week we talked about 
the oxynitro, how I was getting fuel all over the crankcase on the 55 for some reason. So I tore it all apart and looked at all the seals and the O-rings and stuff in there and replaced them all. And I'm still, uh, still getting fuel all over the place. So I don't really know where it's coming from. I guess I'm going to have to go through and maybe put new bearings in again, even though the bearings that are in there are new. Um, I did get the motor from my buddy Dave and he did the rebuild on it and he filled me in that uh, when he did the re- the rebuild originally, he said he remembered reading something about where he had to pull the, one of the dust shields off of the bearings and he may have pulled the dust shield off of the wrong side of the bearing or on both sides. He's not sure. So I could be just blowing it through the, the bearing case. Um. Yeah, so I think the next time I have to do some work on it, I'm gonna drop the engine out of it and throw some bearings in it. It's pretty easy. Very cool. Uh, yeah. So other than that, I did go out to the field and flew with uh, the North Jackson crew. Not uh, you, Gucci. Yeah, not you, Gucci. So Gucci, <laughs> Gucci's new nickname is Gordy, by the way. <laughs> so he's Gordy Gucci. Uh. I'll let I'll let Maselli elaborate on that one for you. <laughs> I'm doing some secret some secret uh, testing in Canton. That's all. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so went out, did some flying out there. I had a little bit of trouble with the Protos Nitro. Uh-oh. Uh oh. So the only thing that I've changed is I ordered some new receiver batteries, uh, some new Pulse 3600 receiver packs, and when I flew the first flight. It kind of looked like the head was getting a little bit of an oscillation, which is weird because I've have probably like 50 flights on that thing. And so my first thought was, all right, something's coming loose. Land it, check it over, you know, make sure the spindle bolts weren't coming loose, links weren't coming off, anything like that. Everything looked good. So I put it back in the air and it got really, really bad. So I hit throttle hold and it actually got so bad that it tipped itself over when I put the skids back on the ground. Um, and it was even like revving the engine up and down. So it was geeking out the throttle control as well while it's in throttle hold. So I don't know if I'm getting some kind of signal issue, uh, or if I, I did have an icon one time that the, like the power bus solder joints cracked and all the servos were like getting power on and off. So I'm not sure if I'm fell victim to that again, possibly. Uh, I haven't really got time to dig into it yet, so uh, that's still yet to be determined. But as of right now, it's down for the count because I don't want to keep like changing this or changing that and, and trying it and end up destroying the helicopter over it. So my plan as of right now is just to order a new icon, maybe the HD version that has the uh, the bigger power bus and see if I have better luck with that. And uh, tear into the other one whenever I get around to it. So, cool. Um, but other than that, I got back into shooting some inverted autos with the Spectre. So I haven't done inverted autos in probably like a year, year and a half. Wow. And it was like real, real sketchy the first couple uh, that I did. Uh, but I think I got a decent hold on it back again. I was able to hang them there for a little bit and flop them back on the skids, uh, just in time. So I was having fun, man. I was really enjoying it. Uh, I know Todd Dudek was out there flying with us. He 
was working on like some rolling autos and flipping and tumbling autos and stuff like that. So it kind of turned into an auto weekend, which was pretty cool. We haven't done that in a long time. Heck yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's pretty much all I've been up to. Uh, I did fix my landing gear on my EDF jet for uh, anybody <laughs> that cares. Boom. <laughs> that, uh, that bag of shit that, that I bought. Shit. Yeah, that <laughs> thing that flies like a sack of shit. Oh, man. Uh, um, yeah, so it's got new wheels on it. So, cool. yeah, that's it. All right. What about you? What's Kevin been up to? Uh, well, so I may have four bullets, but it doesn't mean there's a whole lot there. Um, so I did get out last weekend with Ben, and uh, we flew Sunday, and it was a lot of fun. We, I think I turned out about seven flights, um, which, as you know, for me is kind of a lot, um, being that there's usually other people there. Um, but uh, yeah, he and I were just cranking out flights. Um, I did try out a new set of blades. I was doing the spins, the 605s, and uh, I'm going to get into that more in a later episode, but... Um, let's just say for starters that one of my HRB graphene snossaged on me. So yeah, we're going to get more into that later on, but let's just trying out some, some different stuff, just seeing what else is out there. Uh, but the six, that's on the 6S machine. Uh, and I, I love that thing. It still flies so good, but, uh, I did do some work on the Aurora, uh, the Avant. I have the servos in it now and I had the head in there and and there was some conversation going back and forth between me and Augusto and there's like these little plates on the side of the clutch stack that are specific for certain gear ratios and I had no idea that there was different gear ratios and so once I took those plates off that kind of locked the clutch stack in place I was able to get a, a pretty pretty darn good gear mesh going so that's all buttoned up and I don't have the boom on yet um what am I waiting on? So I took the tank apart and the stopper is just dry rotted. It's nasty. So he shot me a link to get a new uh, fuel stopper and other little bits for it to get the tank rebuilt. And um, and that leads me to Mike. I bought something. Ooh. You ready? Is it uh, Oxynitro? Ooh, yeah, no. Uh, but it is nitro. It's probably a freaking goblin, ain't it? You ready for this? Dan, this we are like about to be. It's like Hold a on. disease on this podcast, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> it's like COVID. These goblins are like freaking rabbits. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm going to shock you this time. You ready? We are about to be a house divided. You ready? I bought an OS 105. Whoop, whoop. Mm. Yeah! <laughs> Finally, I got someone on my team. Uh, uh, well, yeah, but but well, why? That, Don't get too excited. <laughs> I want you to film that video. Uh, take a video when you burn that rag you used to clean out those YS regulators, because you ain't gonna need that no more. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny you should say that. Um, part of the reason why I bought the 105 is uh, I think I heard you talking about the unregulated version. And yep. I wanted to try a 105 that's unregulated, but there's also another reason why I bought the 105. And this is where wah, wah, I bought a Powatoon kit. Oh. And so I'm going to put <laughs> that carb on my 3DS. Are you shitting me? Yep. 
Well, I mean, I'm going to run both of them, but you know, but yeah, I'm very interested to see how the 105 does without the regulator. Uh, but ultimately, it's 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 part of a uh, the project power tune. So <laughs> you're lucky I spent fifteen dollars on this microphone, or else it'd be broken right now. <laughs> <sighs> yep. So there you have it. Uh, but Gregor did a bang up job on the kit. He actually put our Heliheads logo on the back plate, and it looks freaking awesome. So thank you, Gregor. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah, other- thanks, Gregor. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> Such a pal. <laughs> but uh, other than that, man, I, I finally started tearing into the 580 12S, the 12S that I have. Um, uh, it's been down since Modown. And so actually tomorrow I'm going to buy some blades for it and uh, we'll be ready to go for RCHO. Uh, but yeah, finally got that back together and I'm looking forward to having that one back up. I So here's what's interesting, just really quickly. I, I, I really like the 6S machine. Don't get me wrong. It flies phenomenal. But I do find that if I get a little heavy handed that it 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 on the 603 xf blades it's it's not as bad it does get warm but it's not unreasonable but i'm kind of wondering if i should just find maybe a happy place with the 12s and start rocking it as 12s to aid in some of that you know heat that happens so um i don't know but it it's something i'm going to play with to kind of see and actually back it down to a you know. It's complete opposite of what you told us like two weeks ago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I am the, uh, the the Nick Lynn of the Helihead show. Um, I can change my mind tomorrow very quickly. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's where I'm at. I don't know. I'm going to give it a shot and see. Because the way it sits right now, it's just stupid. Like, it's, I mean. The well, yeah, it's a goblin. It's dumb. <laughs> oh, oh, you meant like speed. Okay. Sorry. Oh, where's his mute button? I'm going to take care of this right now. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, but yeah, so I do like the 6S. Um, but again, there's moments where I, I kind of want to hammer down on it and you can't do that. So I don't know. Maybe it's just the fact that I haven't had the 12S around to do that in the past month. So maybe I just need to get it out there. So when I want to fly aggressive, you know, I have the right machine to do it. But uh, either way, those things fly amazing, Mike. You should get one. Yeah, I don't see that happening. <laughs> Dana, you should get one. And then have Mike. Yeah, that's together. not going to happen either. <laughs> but anyway, that's all I got, you guys. Let's uh, let's roll it on. What's next? Uh, what is next? I forget how this show even flows here. Oh, our news. Oh, we don't got news this week. Oh. But we do have... Nothing going on. <laughs> What is in the box? <laughs> you ruined it. What? No? You gotta let the Scottish guy do it. I know. Why, why does Scottish matter? Because <laughs> you give it that flave. Oh, that flave. I'm just yeah. crazy. What's in the box? Yes. <laughs> that sounds very Scottish. I, yeah, I agree. yeah, I right. <laughs> Tyne. Man, so we're, we're, we're kind of switching it up, you know, because there hasn't been much news per se, but we do have some news through um, that we saw th- through some of the groups that we uh, we frequent. Uh, but we'll start with some uh, some 
Did you guys get to see the uh, Kevin Talbot uh, Kraken video? I did. Mm, I think you posted, didn't you, uh, <laughs> yeah. kids? Yeah. So, um, and Dan probably doesn't know about this. There's a uh, British guy by the name of Kevin Talbot, and he, he does a lot of videos. Like, um, you know, he's a YouTuber. I guess you could call him a professional YouTuber. Mm-hmm. And um, he did a video on the T-Rex 600XN. Well, his latest one is the Kraken 700. Yeah. So he kind of play. I don't know. I take it as a lot, a lot of his videos are like, like he doesn't know what he's doing, but he's actually a really good helicopter pilot. Like, I don't, I don't know if you guys kind of caught off the, the 600XN, or at least if it's him flying like he shows it. You know he's the pilot. I, I, he's he's not a bad pilot by any means. I think he used so, to fly. And yeah, is it is yeah. this the guy? He's like an RC car guy or something, and yeah. he like puts up the video saying, "Yep, how to yeah. how to do a helicopter or whatever." Well, mm-hmm. here lately he has been. Yeah, nice. Yeah, but uh, it was definitely cool to sit on the groups um, and and kind of watch it. I'm I'm ready to see the flight. You know, because he did the whole build and. You know, Mike probably didn't watch the whole thing because it's about a goblin. But I think he said it was like the best of the best of the best ever. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely cool because I don't know, to me it's like it's entertainment, right? It's kinda like what yeah. we do with the podcast. You know, it's yeah. definitely cool to see somebody take a different approach to it, you know, and make it entertaining. Yeah, so he's, that was he's pretty very cool. High energy. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the other things I saw on uh, on the groups was the RCHO Trandom poster. Did you guys realize there's a poster for the sure. Trandom? Are we allowed to see that? Are we allowed to see what, Trandom? Trandom? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if, if Dan Reed is up to date on, on the Trandom that we, that's been going on at, uh, the, on the East Coast. Wanna- I don't want to catch flack from the LBGQTP elemental P. So we have community community. Yeah. plus. Mm-hmm. Don't, forget, don't forget the plus. Yeah. 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 Plus. Oh, plus. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. uh, hashtag transfer. Scott's like, oh god. Yeah. <laughs> well, just... Scott is in the mix. He's in the trandom. I, I know. know. <laughs> you know, like I don't even know if he asked for it, but somehow by default. Any trandom has to involve Scott, apparently. Yeah, I, I don't have to ask for it. It's just the way I dress. <laughs> <laughs> they call that rape, don't they? You dress? <laughs> <laughs> just just have a drink beforehand, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so as of right now, the trandom is going to be Scott, Rodney, and Tyson. Mm. Any new names that, you That's know, are going to That's a terrible gonna... idea. What? I think it's going to be great. No. No, you need to enjoy right. your cracking while you can still I, have can it. Can I start a GoFundMe before this goes down? Mm. <laughs> Fact, dude. Last time you literally cut the helicopter in half with Ronnie, and you still landed. Yeah, and plus yeah. last week you told us you had seventeen dollars, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm actually, I, I hope, and I'm, I know somebody will live that if, that uh, trandom. So I'm, I'm super stoked about yeah. that. That's gonna go. Three down. dudes, three helicopters, and three dudes, one cup. <laughs> <laughs> three helicopters in a and one field. So three dudes, awesome. one airspace. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so that was one of the things that I saw. The other thing was the um, the memes. There were there were some good ones the past what two weeks? You would say, Scott? Um, really? Like the past year, the memes yeah. have been flying through that group. <laughs> 
Yeah, just generally yeah. through some of the groups, like there's been some good memes, and I I have to acknowledge the the flex tape, the TV commercial that you had on there. That was <laughs> right. That was clutch. <laughs> so what was it? <laughs> Would you say poor flying skills? Yeah, poor flying skills, and then overspeeds, <laughs> slap it on the jar to stop the leak. <laughs> it's like flex tape for leaks, right? <laughs> yeah. That was pretty cool. There was one big, um, you know, I don't know if this matters, not hobby related per se, but one of the members in one of the groups, Taylor Winnett, I believe this is his last name, uh, welcomed a new baby to the family. So definitely congrats. Uh, seems like, uh, and best of wishes to little uh, Scarlett Blakely Winnett. So nice knowing you, dude. And we're probably not going to see you for a body. And I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but it was just, it's awesome to see, you know, that the people post those kind of things. And I definitely is cool to acknowledge and tell the family congrats and best of wishes. Let's see. Moving on. Spring Fling date 2021. Are you guys excited about that event? Heck yeah. I am. We're not even close. We haven't gotten through the year yet, and I'm excited about events for the following year. So, seems like the dates are locked in for the Spring Fling, and it's 4:29, so April 29th until what is it? May 2nd. So, hear that, Dan Reed? Yep. I did. Mm-hmm. I won't be there. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> Too long of a drive. Nah, you could fly there. You, you'd be all right. I, I, I could, but I'm not. Ah, <laughs> He's got oh. drones to fly. That's right, yeah. damn it. Oh. <laughs> Bring one of those. Have them actually fly you over there. It'll be all right. Might be a little bit chilly, but... Yeah, you can have a conversation with Bobby Watts. Yeah. No, that's, um, you know, it's funny because, you know, uh, Kevin was asking about, you know, the RCHO event out on the West Coast. I mean, we we really talked and I think we've I've never been to an event out, you know, past Muncie, right? So, RCHN event, you mean? Yeah, RCHM. Uh, uh, sorry about that. RCHN event. Yeah, but <laughs> I've never will, been. Those guys will murder you in your sleep if you screw that up. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. They already, you know, hijacked my my wheels yeah. with tire weights and all sorts of crazy stuff. <laughs> so they'll get over it. They better get over it. So um, I mean, we talked about going out west, and I, I think you know something like uh, RCHN will be awesome to attend if it ever comes back. So we'll we'll figure something out. Yeah, thank you. I think it's uh, you, you just need to get back in the hobby hardcore, and we'll be okay. And then. Okay. I'll get right on that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, my main priority behind all the other priorities, right? <laughs> so, but the last thing that I had on there is like, uh, and I didn't see much information, just a few posting about the OMPM1. Any info on that, Scott? Uh, it's not even out yet, I don't think. No? Gosh. We need more videos on that. Come on, OMP. I mean, they're so from what Ohio. Is it, like a, they're... a 180 size or something? or Yeah, little guy. Tiny little yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm so it's just as good. So wait, the M2 was first, and now they're going to the M1. Yeah, yeah. So they're going backwards. It's the Ohio way, man. It's okay. It's like the Oxy way, right? Didn't they start with the three and then did the two? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's cool. I think it's another small offering. I wonder if I mean you know very well what they're trying to compete with, Blade, right? I mean, what what else is out there that small? 
Mm. Oxy. Oxy. <laughs> right. Blade. I mean, what do I know? I mean, it's... <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I, uh... I wonder if you can do the Neo on that too, right? You should be able. I highly doubt there's room. No? The, the Mini, you mean? Yeah, I mean, that's the Mini inside of a, a Logo 200 is, you know, 10 pounds of shit in a 5-pound bag. Yeah. Oh, I can't even imagine that, that right? One. Yeah. I'm sure you probably want to buy a DX8 or something like that and just use that. Mm. You know, I mean, that, that stuff is pretty pretty solid as far as integration you know or at least being able to bind it to some of the other radios yeah so hmm. pretty cool i mean there's more stuff but not a lot of stuff so but yeah oh, that's so how long of- till we get a ricky dicky edition <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> uh you mean the logo one the logo 100 <laughs> well there is some news about ricky dicky Ooh, news yeah mm, that's right i did show it to you didn't i you did sorry mm-hmm. we're gonna be uh captain controversy so go with it dan what you got gooch did you guys see the nitron they actually released uh, uh actually some pictures of the i know uh views without the canopy mm. so yeah Is it out yet? no nope mm. nope nope but you know it, it's like it's funny because it's it's it 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 has you know the 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 look of the five five six right i mean to a certain degree not everything but just the overall shape you know like the shroud looks like the five five six so you know but you know whichever way it lies you know hopefully one day it's gonna be accepted i don't know if that's ever gonna happen in the states but Right. You know, I think they're trying, so we'll see we'll, how it goes. I mean, I did see my first one. I think it was, yeah, it's my first one, uh, the electric version, you know, at uh, the Modown. So mm-hmm. it's interesting, but we'll see. But I think there's also, there was a post somewhere about, um, you know, that, you know, Matt is still working on bringing Synergy back. So yeah, we'll see. We shall see. That's kind of all I have. Nothing big, big news. All right. Well, what do we have next, Scott? Uh, Football school. Football school. Football Football school. school. Uh, Yeah, so last last show we did the football school, and what was the maneuver? It was funnels and the, Uh, what is the name of that thing? The typhoon. typhoon. Yep. Typhoon. So we had some participation. It was awesome. Um, so a lot of guys did the funnels. Um, I don't think I saw a typhoon though. Did any of you guys see a typhoon posted? Uh, did Brandon Cooper try it? I can't remember. I know. I think he just did the funnels and then he said yep, typhoon, yep. uh, that'll more to come. <laughs> yeah. I, I do want to take a moment to say that Brandon Cooper, man, like you <laughs> never fail, man. If, if there's a full pool school video that goes up, like you are one of the first ones to get in there, man. So it's awesome. Yeah. So just want to give him props. I uh I attempted a typhoon. I yeah. almost shut down my ESC. <laughs> really? So Jesus. yeah, it was a whole You're lot of gorgeous. whole lot of pitch and whole lot of pitch and cyclic all at the same time. <laughs> so nice, nice. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so right. next episode, um, I think we're gonna try try loops again. 
Okay. You know how we, were, we, oh, we had a shot of that? So we're going to do um, disc in loops, disc out loops for the beginner. Um, I'm just going to say do it from the left or the right, whatever your most comfortable one is. And then the more advanced maneuvers is going to be a back flipping loop. Okay. So I'll pull cool. back flips all the way through a loop. All right. Sounds yes. good. So we'll try and do that. I guess RCHO, we could probably pull that off, right? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Sounds good. If it doesn't happen this weekend. Weather's pretty crap here, so who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's going to fare too well. So Yeah, what are, are we going to move to the sim through the wintertime? Are we going to be men and... No, I'll do it. I, I oh, yeah, you guys are warm weather dicks. You guys don't have a winter. Never mind. Right. Yeah, exactly. I was like, who are you talking to? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, what do you mean? I'll just go out with my flip-flops. <laughs> yeah. I might, I might have to put a coat on. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh gosh! Sounds good. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll work on that if you haven't gotten it out, and uh, we'll we'll make that happen. So sweet. All right, all right. Has anybody got anything to add? I like turtles. I like turtles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought I'd add that in there. Uh, all Eat right. <laughs> well, let's take a short break, and we'll be right back, you guys. Oh, man. What happened? It's like our buddy Nick said, I ran out of talent. You sure there was any talent before? Honey, way to kick a guy when he's down. Well, here's the credit card. Thanks, babe. Guess you're going to be on BKHobbies.com all night? It's looking that way, dear. It's looking that way. If you crash your goblin as much as I do, you need a reliable resource for SAB parts. BKHobbies.com carries all SAB models and parts, as well as BK servos, switchblades, and various electronics with fast shipping. I mean, these guys don't even stop for hurricanes. It's a fact Bert and Kyle have some of the best customer service in the industry. So head on over to BKHobbies.com today. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, as mentioned previously, we do have a very special guest. Super honored to have Dan K. Reed from RC Heli Nation version 2.0, as well as version 1, but most notably for version uh, 2.0. But uh, thank you so much, Dan, for coming on the show, man. Oh, you betcha. Thanks for having me. I got to tell you, listening to the first half of that, or the, the intro and the news... <laughs> fighting up a little bit of a cop not COVID I promise but uh, <laughs> you got your uh, mask on make, it makes me realize how out of touch I am with the hobby at the moment oh wow <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean I, I did recognize one thing and I, I didn't want to stop you guys because you were rolling but uh, they, they finally got the uh, Avantarar out huh <laughs> <laughs> that's that, what he that, said that was a <laughs> that was a unicorn for many years as I remember yeah, yeah. Well, so is the Mastro. There's well, they got a, one. I, well, yeah, I was going to say, I did see two of Auntororas back when I was in the hobby. <laughs> two. two. Yeah. Yeah. But they were the only two in existence, I believe. Yeah, those are Kevin's now. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, well, the only one I ever saw was Marcus Kim, so don't feel bad. Oh, well, that's probably the one I saw, too, yeah. Could be. In fact, it was the one I saw. Yeah. And the fact is that it's still sitting on a table and it's not flight-worthy just yet. We're getting it was a beautiful-looking machine, though, man. Yeah, no, back in the day, good stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe you bought that. <laughs> Kevin isn't known for keeping models in one piece. 
Nah. And he bought. He's he's been on a, a binge of buying like irreplaceable models. It's kind of comical. <laughs> right. I got a bunch of them. We'll sell you. They don't make anymore. Oh. Well, I got one of your. Uh, well, not yours in particular, but uh, I have a Vibe Fifty. I actually have two airframes. Oh, I do too, man. I love that helicopter. Yeah. Did you got the original or did you get the remake? Because you know they redid the Vibe Fifty. Uh. Is it a G10 or a carbon fiber frame? It is. The original's a G10. I think it's G10. Yeah, that's the original. Yeah. Yeah. So. They they did a. I don't know if you guys remember, but they did. They tried to reintroduce the Vibe Fifty. Uh, several years ago, I don't know how well it went. Obviously, not well because I don't even think they're doing JR helicopter. I got a Forza seven hundred as well. Uh, they quit doing helicopters, didn't they? No, they brought it back. They brought it back. Oh, they yeah, did. yeah. Okay. They they just released a six hundred Nitro. Actually, they did. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Are they still so, making parts for the Forza? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh, maybe yep. I'll start flying that machine again. Yeah. That's a, Hell yeah. Yeah, and that so. that six hundred nitro kit is uh twelve hundred dollars, so they're still keeping the same pricing. Uh, <laughs> Are going you on serious? There. Yeah. Yes. The dude said he was just like pre-orders almost out or something, or they're or they're almost out of stock or something. And I was like, gosh, it must be a good price. Twelve hundred bucks? Yeah, it's like twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. They must I, can't, I can't remember where I whether it was an interview we did back in the day. Or I heard it somewhere else or read it somewhere else, but somebody, and I don't remember if it was us or somebody else was interviewing somebody from JR. And I was just struck by what a statement that, that that this person made. And I don't even remember who it was. We understand that not everybody's going to be able to afford a JR helicopter. I'm thinking to myself, really? <laughs> That's a shitty thing to say. Isn't that, why build a helicopter that you know not everybody? It's such a small hobby to begin with, right? Why do you want right. to price yourself out of that market? <laughs> right. Yep. Aroki so, Ito had to have his uh yeah. have his nice and fancy helicopters. Yeah. Well, I'd say right. though those those JR helicopters are, are good helicopters. I mean they were back in the day. I haven't obviously I haven't been uh you know, flying them for a number of years, but I love that that five fifty man, that was my starter. Yeah, we didn't have Sims when I started, right? We had helicopters and we didn't have micros either, right? So that was the machine. That was the one I learned to crash on daily. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's been fun. I became an expert at fixing landing gear and broken blades, man. It was, it was like a pit crew, NASCAR pit crew. I could do it in minutes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're under D Force Aviation. So, you know, JR kind of went through a slump and they kind of relaunched. Somebody bought them out, whatever the case may be, and they're under D Force Aviation. Okay. Yeah. They're so, actually uh, doing radios and all that still. Yep. Mm. They're full back. I mean, they're coming out with some cool, like, 12 volt servos and stuff for planes. I mean, it, they yeah, really. The plane industry. Yeah. I mean, to this day, I think a lot of plane pilots um, fly JR. Like, that's their flagship, I guess. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, they they actually have, like, a special edition Forza that was up there. But it, it was pretty cool. Like, a new uh, canopy design and, well, the, the paint scheme, I guess you could call it. And they're, they're trying. And they're coming out. They came out with the Nitro. So, definitely look them up. The Force Aviation. Yep. Yep. Sweet. No thanks. All right, let's. Get, no, no, nothing. <laughs> no. Just a bucks? Hell no. 
<laughs> That's like a Kraken 700 right there. Come Sorry. on, I thought you was bougie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bought a... I bought a Kasama back in the day, and that was pretty goddamn expensive. Sixteen hundred yeah, bucks for that. Yeah, that's Jeez. crazy. Wow. But man, they were so cool, a, though. I bought a Bergen too, and that was uh, I want to say over two thousand dollars. Yeah, just for the airframe. Jesus. Jesus. Well, you know, I need a job at Skyfish. <laughs> I wasn't working this guy. I don't get paid for my job. I just uh, <laughs> I just give me coffee and a desk and a, and my own office. Nice. Just, just leave me alone, and I'll do whatever you they want me to you do. An office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's reel this back in. First right. question: We're gonna hit you with a hard one. Um, we kind of mentioned it, but where do you live, Dan? Montana, Canada. <laughs> Canada. <Hell> yeah. <laughs> North yeah. Canada. God's country. I live close to Canada, though. Yeah. How close are you? Oh, it take me about three and a half hours to get to Canada from here. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We're we're about the same. Yeah. And what's we're the not town? called God's country though. It's so. not really that far, but there's like three Tim Hortons on the way and you gotta stop at each. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't even know what a Tim Hortons is. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> I don't think we have those in Montana. I've heard of them. I, I don't I've never been to one. Very leaky. Apparently it's uh Dan, you're gonna have uh Darren all fired up Darren, on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> He's our resident Canadian. Yep. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> I work with a bunch of Canadians. Oh, do you? Hey. There's more than one. Well, there must be because I work with three of them. So, damn it, Darren lied to us. <laughs> I know. It's like you know when you have Americans, there's an S at the end, so there's yeah. lots of us. A Canadian. I always thought was, it was just one of them. Nice. How's a boot shit? That shit? Uh, hella, hella boot. <laughs> Uh, sorry, Darren. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Again. Uh, goodness. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move it along. What you got? Scott. So, are you even flying now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not a lot, but yeah, kind of. Okay. All right, cool. Nice. Uh, Compass 7 HV. Night. <laughs> <laughs> Drop a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta get a towel. I'll be right back. <laughs> Sounded like a gasser trying to start. <laughs> oh damn it! We okay, haven't uh, gotten started yet. Holy shit! I got um, the seven HV that's flying a Goblin five hundred that's flying. Woo-hoo. Oh god, um, worse. A Forza seven hundred that's flying. Uh, Thunder Tiger seven hundred is flying. A Raptor 30 that flies, but hasn't been flown in years. Jeez. I still have my two Align Nitros. Ooh. 600s? Cool oh, Power seven. 700s? Yeah. The Cool Power yes. 700s. Cool Power 700s, that's right. Um, um, there's a couple others in there that aren't flying, but yeah. I mean, I've probably, in the last... Two or three months have flown three or four times. Uh, helis, anyway. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Awesome. So, how are those uh, cool power seven hundreds? You still getting a gallon? Uh... No shit. I, I, those machines haven't flown in a long time. I kind of got away from nitro when I when I left essentially the hobby. I I 
at that time I dropped my sponsorship from uh, uh, Morgan Fuels uh, because I wasn't doing anything to earn it at that point. So mm-hmm. it wasn't right for me to just continue uh, getting that sweet, sweet, cool power 30 from those guys. <laughs> um, but that being the case, it's damn hard to get anything like that in Montana since uh, there's nowhere none of the hobby shops sell it and to get it you have to buy at least six cases ah yeah mm-hmm. because they have to ship it via carrier right and they can't deliver it to your house you have to deliver it to a business um so no not really a lot of room to be flying nitros at this point gotcha well, let's uh, let's reel it back just a little bit because obviously most of us know you uh, and your cohorts of uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, from the podcast of RC Heli Nation. But uh, what was the inspiration for RC Heli Nation? How did that even come about? Well, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, so this is back before. Uh, yeah, as most of the people who have listened to RCHN understand I I went through kind of a dark phase where I needed something to look forward to. And this is kind of the inspiration behind how I got into the hobby. Um, That kind of precludes this, but I, so I, I just remember, I remember, I remember the very spot and I've told this story many times on RCHN. I remember the, I remember where I was at driving or getting riding in a vehicle i wasn't driving because i couldn't drive at the time back to my house after from a uh, a visit with a neurosurgeon and um he basically told me you need to find a reason to wake up tomorrow because if you don't you're going to be dead in six months so i just remember driving home and um and i remember i drive by the spot every day on the way to work (laughs) and um i just thought you know, I've always wanted to try RC helicopters. Uh, two weeks later, I had a Vibe 50, right? Nice. So I was, I built this helicopter um, as most of us back in the day did, of course, fly bars, you know, all that good stuff, uh, consuming Finless Bob videos. I mean, hours, hours watching setup videos you know buying the tools i needed the fly bar levelers is you know this is stuff new guys in the hobby today probably like what fly bar leveler what you know what the hell is that i mean ron lund made a i think it was called like a el 3500 fly bar leveler was a fantastic tool made it so much easier watching those videos learning how to do this setup meticulously spending hours on this heli but not having the courage to actually start it up and I found a guy on Helifreak, uh, Jason, and I cannot remember his last name, uh, but he was a couple hours away. Um, so he was kind of my conduit into actually flying. And I took the heli up to him, spent a day up there with him, and he flew it and then convinced me to give it a shot. So I did. And the kind of, that kind of set me up to go fly on my own that got old quick i don't know if any of you guys have that you know if you're lucky enough to be flying somewhere where there are people to learn from and people to talk to and and um you know kind of it it enriches your experience 
sure of, yeah for sure our helicopters you know because i mean l- let's face it the rc helicopter even today even though i'm not necessarily involved in the hobby i still find myself i've got helis hanging on the wall in my living room and i still find myself just i'll take one down and i'll just sit there and i'll look at it and you just all these all these parts these these aluminum parts and and plastic and carbon fiber all come together to create this magical machine right it's mm-hmm. it's you watch these parts work in conjunction with these, especially on a fly bar head, right? Because right. you got all that, all that contraption happening. And it, the end result is a connection, especially with nitro because it's got soul, right? And that's back in the day. That was the thing, but you have this connection with this machine. That's all these individual fasteners and aluminum parts and carbon fiber is is up in the air and it's obeying your commands and it's such a cool feeling right it's it's oh yeah and you just look at all these parts and and most you know guys and and some girls i'm not certainly there's a lot of girls in the hobby and and but those of us who enjoy that just are fascinated by that right it's right all these parts and it's just so cool to see it all come together but when you're by yourself, you know, it, it, it's tough to, um, learn. Uh, you, you, obviously you go to the forums and geez, I'd spend hours just reading threads and reading posts and, uh, trying to filter out the bullshit from the good advice, which is tough to do when you're new. Right. And, um, I just remember one day, uh, I, 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 I don't remember specifically how it happened, but I started hanging out on a UK forum, which I believe is called. Oh, I can't remember what that UK forum RC Heli Heli at now. I can't remember, and I'll try to kill myself trying to remember, but I don't. I don't remember what it was. But anyway, I started hanging out with some UK guys for some unknown reason. I don't know why it happened, but Skype started getting involved and i started listening you know talking with these guys Mm -hmm. and i thought you know talking about talking about rc helicopters really helped me learn uh not just reading about them but having conversations and i remember listening to um at that time inside heli at the time bobby and chris right right and and um i just thought Man, I, I would kind of like to do that. I didn't, I didn't pursue it at the time, but I'm like, I think I could do that, right? But I didn't. So then I remember listening to the RC Freak podcast. Um, oh, this Dicey. is how it. That's right, Dicey. Um, this is how it all started. I just remember contacting him because he asked if anybody would want to come on the show, and um, uh, I just remember sending him a PM there on Heli Freak and. Um, Next thing you know, I'm sitting behind a $12 headset mic and talking with Dicey about RC. I look nervous as hell. Oh, my God. I was so nervous. That kind of sparked it. And, kind of course, we acid, um, if those of you who remember version one, mm-hmm. uh, acid joined us on the RC uh, Freak podcast. Oh, for wow. A few, few episodes. Um, and acid and I hit it off really well and it worked out well because i had been talking with a lot of the uk guys and acid was from scotland uh 
via Skype every night. <clears throat> so Acid and I just we, after um, after he and I had met, talked to him for a few times. I I introduced him to Dicey, and um, I convinced Dicey to let him come on the show with us. Oh, because I had. It was like a reoccurring guest, I guess, you know. He, he just asked me to come back the following whatever week, two weeks, however long between episodes. How many episodes was it? Uh, on RC Freak? Yeah. I don't remember, but I want to say it was several. It was probably two or three months worth. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so, building these friendships uh, in the UK, talking with these guys all the time. Um, Acid and I ended up chatting a lot on Skype for hours every night about helis. And I learned a lot from that guy. He, he, uh, he was very smart with helis. He, he really understood setups. He really understood, um, at the time the V P bar 4.0 was just kind of coming in, you know, and I don't know if you guys remember writing experience. It was like a 35 page PDF on how to set one of those up. It was not an easy task <laughs> to do. Right. Right. And um, that, that Mr. Mel, if you guys remember, Mr. Mel is the mm-hmm. guy who wrote that PDF. Well, um, one, one thing we noticed uh, when Acid and I started doing the RC Freak podcast is the listening. I convinced Dicey to let me take over editing. Um, and I added a little spice, I guess, to the show. Sure. And... Um, the listen, the listening, the our listeners grew like a lot, from like two hundred listeners a show to three, four hundred listeners a show within a couple of weeks, up to a couple thousand wow. uh, by two or three months. Uh, Dicey started feeling a little uncomfortable because Will James wasn't liking the direction we were going. Because Acid and I were a little more irreverent, you know, we were. A little more adult-oriented humor. Right. Uh, Will James was offended by that, apparently, or whatever reason, didn't like it. He basically told Dicey that he, because I, I don't know what the arrangement was between, you know, RC Freak and Ellie Freak. Obviously, there was some kind of agreement there. Um, Acid and I, I don't remember if they asked Acid to leave or... Uh, one way or another, one of us was asked to leave, and then, of course, Acid and I got together, and uh, lo and behold, RC Heli Nation. Um, at the time, we didn't call it version one because we didn't know there was going to be a version two. Right. But uh, that's that's really how it got started. You know, I just needed someone to talk to and about helis, and it just occurred to me that maybe we could do a podcast. That was, you know, it was fairly... I don't want to say podcasts were new back then, but yeah, they were a lot less common than you see today. Everybody's got a podcast today, right? But <laughs> that's um, that's really how it started. Very nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I don't know that I ever heard the episodes with you and and Acid on uh, Dicey's show. There, um, I always remembered it being just him. And I remember thinking like, man, that's, that's just, that's balls, right? I mean, to it is. <laughs> do it by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That is. I mean, that, that is. Yeah. Cause that's naturally, that's the whole reason why I never 
did it. You know, I, I, I had to find people. I was like, my goodness. I mean, if I'm going to embarrass myself, I want other people to embarrass themselves with me, you know? <laughs> so well, there's gotta be, a, there's gotta be, a, it's a rare talent to pull off and, and let's be blunt. Dicey didn't have the talent, right? I mean, that's not a slight. That's just, that's yeah. just an observation. And as far as I'm concerned, it's a, I mean, he was a nice guy and he was a good kid and, and everybody listened to his show because, you know, he was in good graces with, uh, with Heli Freak and, and it wasn't, he didn't do a bad show, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a captivating show. And it, the audience was never going to grow, um, to pat, you know, to beyond the RC Heli Freak loyals or, you know, or right. faithfuls that, that, and I think he was okay with that. And, and, more power to him. You know, keep doing it as far as I'm concerned. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just thought there's got to be a way to break past the RC freak um, base, which let's face it at the time, that's where most of the RC enthusiasts were. You know, Heli Freak was a pretty damn big forum back in the day, right? But it, I needed it to be more entertaining. Right. More, I don't want to say more informative because Dicey was really good. Dicey was like a news person, right? It's like you don't tune into the news for entertainment. You just want the news, right? That that's right. That's people were tuning in to listen to Dicey, give his thoughts on various machines, give his thoughts on act, you know, what's happening in the hobby, and that's that's the role he filled, and he did a good job at that. But it wasn't necessarily a. a a content that could uh, bring others into the hobby or into the listener base, right? Right, right. And I knew it just, it needed some spice. It needed some right. editing and uh, bumpers and intros and outros and, you know, and all kinds of cool shit to, yeah. uh, and banter, you know? Yeah, no, I totally agree. It feels more polished that way. Yeah, you know? Right, yeah. Um, so moving forward then, so when you and Acid started doing, uh, what later became known as version one RCHN, um, how, how long did you do that? And, uh, if you want to elaborate on what, uh, ended up with the change there? Well, I want to say there's 11 episodes of RCH1, RCHN version one. Um, but it was a phenomenal growth it was like uh there was a void that we stepped in because we weren't chris and bobby and they were Mm -hmm. you know at the time they were pretty straight laced very family friendly which is but they were the you know one thing i want to say i don't want anyone to think that i'm i'm sliding on though because those guys are in my eyes they are the godfathers of rc heli nation rc heli podcasts Mm -hmm. right they really did paved the road uh, I, that might sound a little too dramatic but he they for those of us who were interested in doing a podcast they set the bar right yeah i felt that bar could be pushed but you know i really respected him i'd listen to him all the time and i still listen to them even when rchn took off right rchn uh, version mm-hmm. 2 took off but um so we wanted to create a show that was edgy, mm-hmm. funny, informative, um, 
but a lot of folks took it the wrong way. So we did 11 episodes. Uh, I think it was 11. And I think somebody has those archived. I know people have sent them to me in the past. I'm sure I've got them somewhere on a hard drive, but it grew pretty quickly from several hundred listeners to several thousand listeners within a month or two. Wow. Uh, and pretty well received a lot of criticism because how, you know, you're just destroying your, you know, people would say, well, you're just, all you're doing is affecting the hobby. You're being child and silly and childish and silly. And you're, you know, telling crude jokes and, and, but no, you know, they never could deny the fact that acid, because let's face it, I was never the technical guy. And I knew that going into this, right. Uh, but acid was delivering content that was very helpful uh, when it comes to setups and uh, advice and all that. Sure. But there be, there came a time when um, acid made a post, and I'm sure this I'm it's foggy in my memory because it was so years so many years ago. But acid made a post on Heli Freak. Um basically linking or talking about the show. Will James didn't like that. Um, and Acid, yeah, he probably overstepped bounds because he posted it in two different sections of the forum. But it was relevant to the conversation at hand. And, uh, you know, it wasn't just like a blatant... Uh, you know, advertisement right. or, or mm-hmm. whatever it was. Somebody was talking about something, and he said, "Hey, we discussed this in this last episode," and uh, basically gave him a timestamp, I believe, uh, of the location. So if they weren't interested in listening to the whole show, they could just go right to the specific location where they where the, where he was covering that topic. Will James didn't like it, banned him, gave him a perma ban. So I called Will James. <clears throat> just to kind of state the case and, and basically say, Hey, look, I, I, you know, I get it. He, he, he broke some rules, but do you really feel like a permanent ban is, um, is necessary? Well, that was a mistake because the next thing, you know, I have a permanent ban, which didn't turn out to be a, I've been, I've been permanently banned from Heli Freak three times, right? Over the, um, <laughs> but, three uh, times. um, so that led to a whole big kerfuffle. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, I later found out that Will James was telling everybody that I called him up and started cussing at him and yelling at him. And tr- trust me, guys, it's not my style. It's not my speed. I don't do that. And um, that just created tension within the RCHN version one. Um, okay lineup and uh that tension just increased we you know we got to the point where we were getting so many downloads that our 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 server was being shut down because we were exceeding bandwidth limits and all this stuff that these providers they were shutting us down and at the time i was paying for everything and i told acid i and acid was not contributing financially at all to the production um which i didn't expect him to but i was really pushing acid to allow us to accept donations or ask for you know because we needed to buy more bandwidth we needed to buy more space a better service which was 
you know, several, it's a hundred dollars, hundred and ten dollars a month at the time or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Well, this led to even further issues and, um, all this, you know, we, it's like we were fighting was, <laughs> and all, yeah, we just decided that, uh, we're done. We can't continue. And I was kind of done because I, I told acid, I said, acid, we either need to monetize somehow just to pay for this, or you need to start helping me pay for some of this stuff. Right. And that was the wrong thing to say, apparently, because we never spoke again after that. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it was kind of a, kind of a rocky ending <laughs> to version one. Left you yeah. with indigestion, didn't it? Yeah, it really did. Uh, <laughs> You know, as I remember, there was other issues, you know, the, that, that continuous, uh, heli freak, you know, issue with Will James just telling bald face lies about me. Um, I was a shill. Um, I was, um, I, I was accepting free helicopters and not doing anything in return which none of that was true. Right. And um, it, it literally, I got, I was getting so, so much pressure from that heli freak admin side. I, I left, literally left the hobby, left it. Right. I didn't fly for about a year. Hmm. It was uh, not a good situation. Right. So. Or there, uh, citizens you know as citizen numbers as we call them in version 2.0 yeah. was that in v1 also yeah it was, it's kind of a funny story uh so fast forward a number of years nick calls me up one day and he's all excited he's like oh dude 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 i got this great idea listen to this wait till you hear this and he like he's all excited like he's like i'm like jesus <laughs> man did you find a cure to cancer what's going on dude <laughs> and um he says, okay, check this out. Check this out. He says, look, RC Heli Nation, 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 nations have citizens, right? And I'm like, are you following me? I'm like, yeah. He said, dude, what if we had these little cards made with our logo and we could put people's name on them and on the card is a printed number and they'll have citizen numbers and then we can use that for like i'm like oh, that's a great idea and i mean he's just going on and on and i said but we've already done this and he's like what because <laughs> we did it wasn't nearly as though some some listeners have two citizen numbers or you know listeners of the show that, um all's acid and i did was um i can't remember specifically how we got people to sign up but i do believe if i remember right on our web page we just had a link um that would send a message and it all i needed was your name uh, i didn't need any information and and i would just check these emails and every time i got emails i would just literally in a ledger book i'd write your name and your citizen number right and we would use those for raff for drawings like heli heli uh uh, pros would give us blades to give away or, you know, a servo or some random heli part. And we would just randomly generate numbers, just like we did in version two, uh, based off citizen numbers. But Nick was so excited because he thought he came up with this really cool idea. And he was, it kind of deflated him a little bit when I said, yeah, we've already done that. <laughs> 
But Nick took so it to the next. So you took his hopes and dreams away. I did. <laughs> right. that was, that was the thing to do is to dash Nick's hopes and dreams. <laughs> My job here is done. So Nick was on V2, right? Yeah, Nick. Um, <clears throat> just to quickly go through the lineup, I actually had to think about this. So Rob and I, Rob actually is the guy who initiated the restart. He was a listener of version one, and we kind of kept in contact through emails. Um, not, you know, every so often. It wasn't like a, we were emailing every day. But one day he sent me an email and he says, hey, man, um, I'm, I'm thinking it'd be cool if you decided to do a version two of RC Hilly Nation, but this time you have me on instead. <laughs> <laughs> he was pretty blunt about it. And I'm like, nah, dude, that's not going to happen. And um, so he just kind of kept talking to me about it and talking to me about it. And Callum Vickers, who was also involved in right. um, version one, uh, I got in touch with him and kind of um, talked to him about it. And so one thing, next thing you know, we're, we're doing it. And uh, it started off with me, Rob, and Callum. Callum lasted, I want to say, till about episode 15. And he's a young kid at the time. And the time he was in the UK. Right. So the time difference was horrendous for him. And being a young kid, you know, it just the uh, commitment was hard. So he wasn't asked to leave. He just kind of told me, you know, I just can't. I, he said, I'll come on occasionally if you want me to, but I, this, this isn't going to work for me. So uh, Rob and I continued on. For a couple episodes, three or four episodes, and then Jake Chambeau out of New York joined. Mm -hmm. uh, we got him on the show. Uh, Jake um, lasted for quite a while. Um, Rob around, I want to say, somewhere between 20 and 25, maybe up into the th early 30s. Uh, he ran into some personal issues that just required he couldn't do this. Um, right. So he, he bowed out and I brought before, before Rob left, I posted something on either Facebook or somewhere that I'm looking for someone to do the news. Is anybody interested? Of course I got, you know, a lot of emails. So I talked to a few of the people and Nick sent me the email and he wrote a fairly long email, as I remember, um, basically talking about how he and Justin, he didn't mention Justin, he said at the time, he said, me and a friend, uh, we're actually thinking about doing a podcast, and we, we um, you know, about, we kind of committed to do it, and then two weeks later, you brought version two back, and it just took the, the sale, you know, the wind right out of our sails. <laughs> and, um, but he said, I'd be interested in doing the news, sure. And after about a two-hour or three-hour conversation, I hung up with Nick, and I just said I called um, I called Jake, and I said we got to get him on. I mean, I I said screw just the news. This guy's got to be on. He's got to be on every week. Mm -hmm. And um, at the time, Nick wasn't real sure if he wanted to make that commitment. But after I knew that if I could get him on one show, let him do the news, let him get into the banter. He's going to come back. I knew it. And sure yeah. enough, he did. So he and I, uh, Rob, or uh, 
at that time, Rob and Nick kind of overlapped over like two or three episodes. And then it was me, Rob, Nick, and Jake. Nick and I kind of took off with it. Uh, Jake started not really contributing, and we had to make a decision that, uh, well, I had to make the decision um, that we, to progress the show, we needed contributors. You know, we needed people that could come to the table every week and, and contribute to what we were trying to do. So I called Jacob one day and while well, he was upset and he's never talked to me since I've tried to, I've tried to get him on the show after, you know, but you know, I don't, I don't ever know what happened with Jake cause he never talked to me again. But, um, so Nick comes on and a couple episodes later, Justin comes on uh, as just kind of a guest. And a couple episodes after that, Jesse comes on and probably around episode I think Nick came on in like 34 by 50 or maybe 60. We had me, Nick, Jesse, and Justin and all the way up until Sage joined us for the last, I don't know, 10 or 15 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good run. Yeah. You guys had a a very good run. I, I definitely feel that you guys were dialed when you had Nick, Justin, and Jesse. I agree completely. You know, I mean, yeah, for sure. But, uh, it was a lot of fun and it was a lot of work. And we, we, um, for a lot of years, we, we gave up, sacrificed a lot of family time, um, because we were relentless about our schedule. One, one thing that I knew had to happen, um, was, you know, you, we talked about this before you started the show tonight, but it was that Monday morning thing if i didn't have a show out monday morning i am not kidding if something were to and it did happen occasionally whether it was a i screwed up and lost the whole episode and we just couldn't release something or we decided to take the week off and didn't tell anybody i would get hundreds of email Mm -hmm. on monday by about noon hey man something going on with your website uh you, you know all friendly nobody was like saying hey you son of a bitch why didn't you you know <laughs> what i mean it was was all like concern like sure and that's the one thing that i appreciated the most about doing rc heli nation was although i didn't personally know many of the people that listened to the show they all felt like they knew me and, J- and Nick and Justin and Jesse, right? They, they felt like we were their friends and we were, but we didn't know them. Right. right. And right. that concern was, I mean, anytime somebody mentioned something bad happening, you know, like when my mom died, man, the, the, the support that I got from people I have never met, but have been my friend for several years, it was just, it was amazing. Right. And that part I miss wholeheartedly. Absolutely. But yeah, there was a lot of turmoil in there too. I mean, there, you know, Nick and Nick's, as you guys know, and from the listening to the show, he's a pretty bullheaded guy. I, he and I butted heads a lot. Um, um, but there was a mutual respect there that transcended that I mean, we could argue but at the end of the day 
I also knew that Nick is the guy, these guys, you know how you, everybody kind of wishes they had that friend that they could call at three o'clock in the morning from the police station. Right. <laughs> right. That's who Nick, Jesse and Justin were to me. I mean, awesome. I could, I could call those guys anything I needed same. And it was reciprocal. Right. So the friendship that we developed through the years of doing our CHN, although, you know, life goes on. It's like anything else. I keep in touch with them. We, we certainly don't talk every day like we used to. Uh, uh, I still go visit them on occasion and, and when I'm out that way. And, um, but that friendship was real and it was, uh, quite unique. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So that's it. So, I'm going to call you at three o'clock in the morning yard sale next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, looking back, would you have done anything different than what you did uh, with the RCHN podcast? The only thing I would have done, generally speaking, no. Um, it was suggested to me by Sean Hempel, and I'm sure some of your listeners know who he is, although he's not really in the ho- hobby much anymore, but he was pretty pretty big in the hobby with Rebel Electrics back in the day. He's, he's well known on the west side of the country anyway. Uh, he suggested one day to me um, that we look into like a Patreon um, because, you know, the one side of the podcast that no one ever really saw was the absolute expense of doing something. I mean, we were paying $150 a month just for our website, right? Wow. That's just, just for the amount of space and the amount of profit. Space is one thing, but what I did, what I learned the hard way was the amount of processes that happen at any given time. And what I mean by that is if someone requests a download, that's a process. Like, I mean, I don't, I'm not a computer guy, so I'm probably not explaining it exactly right, but this is how the host services explained it to me. That's a process. Every time something is requested of your website, uh, it's a function that they're calling a process and you're limited to so many processes per second. If you're, if you are exceeding that limit, you're taxing their system where you're causing other sites to shut down and your own right that are on a cluster of servers right and we went through three or four service providers where every monday morning um you know especially when the show was initially released which typically i had it set up to go automatically at about two o'clock in the morning and that's when all the podcatchers because everybody you know all the subscribers are it would shut down servers um and we they would just be like sorry you got to find your somewhere else so we had to keep upgrading and upgrading and upgrading until we got to a level at which you know when we downloaded or had an upload and people started downloading it wouldn't shut anything down on top of that you got the sound equipment you got the microphones and and one criticism i got uh from some folks that or a higher profile in the hobby says, dude, you worry too much about the quality. And I'm like, no, 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 you cannot worry. And this is my opinion, guys, take it for what it's worth. But in my opinion, you cannot 
not worry about the quality of your audio because I don't care how good your content is. If you got the sound of someone smacking their sandwiches in the background, if you've got a lot of static, if you've got a lot of nasty noises or, uh, you know, just bad audio, especially when you do a three or two and a half to three hour show, it's going to be hard for people to keep their concentration. They're going to focus on those weird sounds, right? And they're not going to really be listening to what you're saying. So I was committed to try and, you know, listening. Occasionally I'll go through and just listen to a part of an episode and I'll just shake my head at how poor it sounds. And I'll, I'll be excited because I'll hear like a uh, episode somewhere in the one fifties and like, God damn, that sounds really good. But then I'll listen to an episode in the two hundreds, early two hundreds. I'm like, what happened? My quality is degraded. I don't know what's going on. I was, I was tweaking with it too much. Mm. Um, but I was really focused on that high quality, right? High quality audio combined with good, solid content, entertaining content was just a win, right? It's a win all the way around. So that, that costs, you know, new computers, microphones, mixers, uh, noise gates compressors um right right you know uh so leading back to your question the one thing i regret based on sean heppel's suggestion was a patreon i didn't want to ask people to donate to the show although we did a couple times um i wanted people to have that option if they so choose it wasn't going to affect whether or not we did the show but that financial support would have helped immensely because sure. you know i we had we had a lot of expenses <laughs> i'm telling you right now right yeah you guys did a lot of giveaways and stuff too yeah we did and we we did a lot of traveling uh, we you know we had i you know when we started it i bought a mixer but i ended up needing to buy two more mixers over the career over the life of the podcast and those you know those aren't cheap, especially when you get good ones. Right. Uh, you know, $100 mics, $300 mics, mic stands, cables, and all that stuff adds up. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I do it again in a heartbeat. Don't get me wrong. That, that's not the issue. But that's the re- one of the regrets. I suppose another regret is I wish I would have uh, not let the heli freak aspect of the hobby affect me as much as it did it didn't ever bother nick or justin they're just like dude what you know let it go i'm like i took it personally like mm-hmm. rchn was was like a ba- like a, a child to me and anytime somebody tried to attack it um which they did try several times i took that personally and i couldn't help but react i couldn't help but let it consume me at times but i wish i wouldn't have I guess is what I'm saying. Right. Sure. All right. So what about let's think happy thoughts, Dan. What is your favorite <laughs> RCHN episode? My favorite RCHN episode, I actually had to go today, uh, knowing that I was going to be on, I had to go find the number. So I was kind of digging through and um, strangely enough, it's an early episode. Uh, Rob is on it. Jake, I think is on it. Um, and this is the one that just stands out. There are many, many episodes that I really thought were good, but this one stands out because it was so close 
to my story that it really, if you listen to this episode number 18 with Seth Killian, um, if you listen to that episode, you will hear the emotion, not only from me, but from Jake and Seth, because Seth was explaining his story. And think, even think, I, I didn't, I just listened to a maybe 20 seconds of it earlier today. But even today, I mean, I, what I'm getting is I didn't listen to the whole interview. But even today, thinking about it, it still in, evokes emotion because it's such a, man, it was deep and it was real. And um, it, it had a little bit to do with helicopters, but it had more to do with um, the the hobby and how the hobby really potentially saved a life um, or, or at least made life worth living. And I know that sounds dramatic because it's like a first world problem, really, if you think about it, because there are people out there that are suffering far greater than we can probably fathom, but it's all relative, right? Mm -hmm. It's all relative. Your situation is relative. And Listening to Seth explain what he went through and how he was, he needed a surgery to fix his heart and um, the cost was astronomical, but somehow it all worked out, right? And, um, and unfortunately, years later, uh, Seth did pass, but um, um, it's just a great episode. It's a shitty audio quality. Um, you know, it kind of sounds like a bunch of amateurs and we were, we still were, let's face it, we were amateurs up to the end, but, um, obviously not as polished as we'd become towards the later episodes, but what a, what a great episode. I mean, yeah. for anyone out there listening, you know, whether you listen to RCHN or not, um, and we get, you know, the episodes are out there still. RCHN, I believe, rchelynation.org, rchn.org, one of those two. Um, just check it out. It's worth a listen. We get, no, I mean, there's no, it doesn't cost anything, and there's no benefit to RCHN anymore because that's all gone at this point. But it's a good listen. You should check it out. Yeah, that was a really good one. I do remember that. Yep. Um, you you mentioned to one of you guys mentioned earlier and it's an episode that constantly gets um mentioned to me when i'm talking with folks in the hobby about rchn is the uh the lube episode with dieter <laughs> right you know? oh yeah uh, another one that i enjoyed from a fun was the the one where i had my rant about passwords yes <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. Stuff like that is so fun. Some man, I got to tell you, and I, I listening to you guys tonight. You know, as you guys were going through your news segments, and you know what you do this week, it really brought back memories because you know I didn't, I wasn't really saying much because I was just kind of taking it in because re, it just reminded me of all those nights of four guys that really enjoyed talking to each other and just having a good time you know and that that i miss i do miss that but you know it's, it's a lot of work you know and all yeah. things come to an end yeah. right and we decided 
you know, as RCHN kind of got to that point, you know, you know, we were, we were well represented throughout the world, right? We, I, I know the hobby's small, but we had a, a large listening base in a lot of countries and we wanted that legacy to remain. Nick and I felt we're feel both of us, particularly we were feeling the burn. We kind of felt like we were beating ourselves up because we weren't flying. And how do you come to a podcast about RC helis when you can't talk about all the cool flying you did or the new stuff you, we just weren't feeling it. Right. And mm-hmm. we wanted to, we didn't want to destroy or tarnish that legacy that were, was years in the making 2010 to 2017, I yeah. believe. Yeah. It's a long time. We didn't want to let that, die with bad we didn't want to do the disservice to our listeners when we weren't putting we knew we weren't putting into it what our listeners have come to expect right it was a tough decision i'm not we didn't take this lightly and i know a lot of people i actually it was strange 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 and i don't remember who did this but uh one day i was I don't have cable TV, but I do have YouTube on my TV and I watch mostly YouTube videos. Um, and I don't know how it ended up on my recommended, but there was a, a title. It said RCHN calls it quits or something like that. And it was some guy doing a video. Um, don't remember who it was, but it was like a 20 minute long video on RCHN quitting. Wow. And he was, hypothesizing and i was yelling at the screen you're wrong you're that's not what you know what i mean that's not (laughs) and uh his first theory was that it was a joke we were kidding because if if you guys remember the end i had ken do the outro the final outro and I'm paraphrasing because I haven't listened to it in a long time, but basically he said something like, we sure hope you enjoyed having us as much as we enjoyed having you or something to that effect that taken out of context would be, Oh, they're just joshing with us. Right. They're just, and he's like, I guess we'll find out next week or some shit like that. I don't, I don't know. Um, but it was funny listening to that. Uh, a lot of, I got on somebody on a forum on Heli Freak. It must have been. He ended up deleting the post, but he was mad at Nick, and he just went on this half-page rant. How dare Nick make Dan quit RCHN? You know, Dan should just continue that show because it will, you know, list on and on. And and I I just responded, said, Look, dude, I don't know who you are, but nobody made me quit anything. Okay. Um, there was a lot of that. People thought that that Nick made me quit the show or made me shut the show down. That's just not the case. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Well. No, it was a lot of fun. And I, I got to tell you, the um, just, I, get, I don't know, this, this might sound bad, but, I, you know, there was just something cool about, especially when we finally made the trip to Urcha. And, um, 
you know, like I said, it kind of comes back to that. People have been listening to you every week for so long. They kind of feel like they know you. They recognize your voice before they even see you, right? Right. And and they're just like, oh, damn. I mean, that's that's a cool feeling, right? That's pretty cool, right? I it enjoyed is. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. I remember um, when I went out to the last RCHN uh, Fun Fly one of the guys from the other podcast, one of the other podcasts, um, was it came out to help Justin on that live show they did. Um, cannot remember his name. I'm getting old. I'm horrible with names, but I remember I, I, no, I didn't, we didn't tell anybody I was going to show up and I, w- I didn't want to be on the show because Justin had put so much work into that. I didn't want, and he had already lined up, you know, James Cadiz and, and, and Sage, and they were, you know, they had planned out what they wanted to do. And I didn't want to just like show up and like, Oh, Dan's here. You know what I mean? Um, sure. So I told him, I said, I'll show up, but I don't want to be, you guys can interview me, but you guys do the show. And, um, this this young guy, man, I cannot remember his name. But anyway, I I walked up and I was at the main tent there, and and uh, Justin comes up to me and he kind of is laughing and he goes, "God, I wish I could remember his name." He said, he said, he like came up to Justin, and he kind of stood sideways with his back to me. And he said, "Is that Dan?" <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. I don't know. It's stuff like that is amusing to me yeah 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 i gotta say uh i think some of my favorite episodes were were the live yeah. fun fly episodes for sure oh, yeah they're fun to do what was it, you guys, uh, it Snow, yeah Snow you Snow just Bella? listening to the whole thing i had a smile on my face because you guys are just like i don't know you're having a great time and you could tell it was it was awesome yeah i always wanted to and we toyed with the idea <clears throat> to do actual live shows uh every week oh wow but there's a you know there's there's a logistics problem there because when you do live shows you you, you kind of feed off the uh, off whoever's listening to you uh you know they'll ask you questions but you know how do you pick a time where you can, i guess it doesn't matter maybe i put too much thought into it um but it <laughs> I just thought it cool. Yeah, it would have been hard to do. And I don't know if we were set up to do. I don't know if we had the talent, the ability to pull off a full live show. Yeah, it was pretty easy to do at Fun Flies because there's always something happening, right? To, right. You know, uh, whether it's a crash in the background or somebody yells something that's listening to you uh, out there, you know, the people that are physically there that allows you to carry the show. Not that we ever struggled to carry a show even when we were recording, but, you know, there was a lot of shit happening during a recording that listeners never heard, right? Because we would need to take a break or we would need to, you know, a controversial subject would have come up and we would have a little sidebar like, all right, what do we want to say about this? You know, because, you know, we were kind of living in an era where, you know, guys like Finless were getting lawsuits because of things he'd said about particular or uh, threatened lawsuits. Now, I don't know if anything ever happened with them. Oh, wow. Wow. Because of things they've said about brands. But anyway, you know, you just got to be careful with that kind of stuff because we live in a world where 
anybody mm. can steal anybody, and we certainly didn't want that to happen to us. Right, for sure. Makes sense. Uh, so speaking of those other guys, uh, what are the other members of RCHN up to? Um, so Jesse has not quite figured out how to keep from having babies. I think he's on <laughs> Uh, I don't oh. think he's figured that out yet. Um, he's he's doing great. You know, he's settled into that life that he wanted. Uh, good. He's got a great job as a you know uh, an engineer working for BP. You know, pulling down good wage. Got himself a nice house. You know, he's living that's that that you know house picket fence and you know 3.3 kid lifestyle you know he's got the minivan he's got the he's got the truck and he's got a beautiful place there near nick um so he's he's i think he's pretty content i haven't really talked to jesse much other than i do know he and a buddy of his tried to start up or have started up some kind of 3d printing uh side hustle uh where they're um I don't quite understand exactly what they're doing, but I did call him because for my work, I was looking for some 3D printing, um, and I contacted him to see if I could throw some business his way. Uh, Nick is still in uh, Bellingham, and um, he is climbing mountains and enjoying life. He does not own any heli shit anymore. Wow. Any. He's completely done. Um course nick ended up with my trailer and he ended up selling that trailer to uh jesse who then turned it into jesse and his family i don't know if you guys know this but jesse's wife was like a champion she, she was like a champion dragster like uh you know the quarter mile dragster top fuel funny car drivers really really yeah so her dad is big into that and i as i understand it uh jesse also got into that uh and last time i was physically with jesse he gave me a ride in a 69 camaro or maybe it was a super sport chevelle is that super sport yeah i think I he had a chevelle yeah at least i've yeah, seen a picture of one at some point and this this thing was kitted out i mean there were no amenities any, you know, i mean this thing had a fuel tank in the back seat and you know <laughs> five point harnesses and no nothing on the dash except for a speedometer and a tachometer i don't even know if i had a speedometer to be honest with you oh, wow. uh, and and he took me out on some back road knowing that i have a bad back he said <laughs> okay lean back in your seat and put your head up against the back and just sit there because he knew that if i were leaning forward and he punched it it would slam my back back and jesus dude he he hit that gas, and and it was the scariest experience. <laughs> <laughs> He's into that. Uh, Justin and Nick are still palling around uh, like they did long before RCHN and probably will continue uh, for the remainder of their existence. They are uh, climbing mountains. And uh, awesome. I know Nick is deeply involved in the uh, – he's like a – uh, I don't want to say, is it search and rescue or he's involved in like, if somebody gets lost up in the Hills, he's part of that crew that they call. Oh, well. Hmm. And he's like some 
master level climber that teaches people how to climb ice and mountains and and uh, you know anything he does he does he does not you know <laughs> he, he he's he's balls deep in it yeah right? he's all yeah. In. yeah didn't he didn't he build like a camper van or something like that he to did. do the climate thing i remember seeing a yeah. video about that oh it's beautiful he he bought one of those uh he sold his tundra and he bought a rab4 because <laughs> you know he works at toyota um yeah he thought the rap four was going to suit his needs because he was looking for something with a little that had more room in the back for climbing gear. And, uh, you know, he, he went crazy with this too. He, he built a shower system on this rap four. He put black PVC pipes mm-hmm. before he would leave anywhere. He would fill it with water. And of course, over time, the water would get warm. Yeah. Heated. Yeah. Showers. Yeah. And, uh, but he quickly outgrew that and he ended up buying one of those, uh, Mercedes, sprinter bands and he gutted that thing out uh well they're gutted i guess when you buy them but he he cut a hole in the side and put a window in it (laughs) he built like this custom folding bench to sleep on and it's got all the you know it's got I believe it's got like cooking and a small refrigerator. I don't know if there's a sink in there, but it's all yeah. customized to fit all of his climbing ropes and and whatever doodads he needs for for uh, climbing. But he's pretty balls deep into that. Justin is as well. I know Justin. I don't think he's involved in Misfar or whatever the hell was that uh, model heli speed. Right association i don't know if he's still doing that i know that he still does the speed helis occasionally he's not crazy about it like he used to be but um i think he's still flying on occasion nice but he's more importantly um still hanging out with nick on a regular weekly probably every weekend basis they're out you'll find those two up on some mountaintop somewhere (laughs) awesome awesome Yeah. What about uh, Sage? Is Sage still uh, Brokeback Mountain? Those two do. <laughs> <laughs> they probably do a lot of struggle snuggles up there. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> struggle snuggles. <laughs> but, uh, Sage. Uh, I know Sage started up a a YouTube with a buddy oh, of yeah. his. Yeah, that that was a while ago. I don't think they're doing that anymore. I think they are. Um, I haven't really talked to Sage. I've talked to him once or twice since uh, everything quit. Um, mainly it was for computer questions because he's a computer geek. Uh, he writes code for a living, I think. Mm-hmm. I had an idea for an app, so I called him up and pitched it to him. And he thought, oh, my God, that sounds really good. And then he come back to me a couple of days later. Yeah, somebody already did it. <laughs> Oh. So that's that's when I talked to Sage. Uh, I haven't. I don't really know what he's up to anymore, but I know he's yeah. still working. But, what app was that? Was that Tinder or something? You think that you're loving? It's kind of a spinoff of Tinder. Oh, okay. Uh, Is your mom signed up for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Montana gone wild. That's right. That's right. <laughs> nervous. Oh my gosh. <laughs> The men are men and women are men and the sheep are nervous. 
That's right. That's right. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of what, you know, a lot of people ask questions about a lot of the stuff that you guys, you know, the history of the of it all. But, you know, when it comes right down to it, it was a lot of fun. I still have a deep love for RC Helis. I just don't have the time anymore or the desire to commit the time that I once put into it. But I look back on it fondly and and the support that we got and the people I've met. Um it's it's it was a phenomenal run and I sure yeah. I appreciate every minute of it. Well I'm not saying but, it wasn't about the people then, but I definitely think that more so now it seems like the community has gotten tighter, you know. Um, smaller though, as I it understand is smaller. It. So I, it, it does lend to, you know, people knowing everyone, you know, and, um, but I think the Facebook forum sort of, sort of helped with that too. Cause it's instant, you know, and, um, you can actually carry right. on a conversation with somebody, you know, instantly. So I think that kind of helped too, you know, it's important, you know, and that's kind of what had, had these Facebook groups been around back when I even conceived of the idea of doing a podcast, it probably would have never happened because that desire, that need to talk to people about the hobby probably would have been satisfied. Right. To be honest with you. I mean, it's hard to say really one way or the other, but um, it's, um, it's, it, it's a social hobby, right? It's some guys really can thrive in the hobby. They're, they're, alone you know they're perfectly content to do that and i don't really consider myself a social individual by any means um but in a hobby that could be as technical as rc helis you know there's just a comfort in bouncing ideas and questions off of other people right because the potential the danger potential especially when you're new is very real and you know, especially when you're maybe maybe today's world, it's not so much because of the micros and the simulators. And I mean, you look at to go back to version one, Callum Vickers. This is a kid that literally did nothing but fly a sim for about two years. Got his first heli and within five minutes was doing pyro flips two feet off the ground. Wow. That's he, crazy completely learned how to fly a helicopter with a sim in his bedroom all alone and couldn't afford a helicopter i think acid actually helped him with his first helicopter and um that may be incorrect but that's what my memory is telling me for some reason hmm. but um yeah and and shortly thereafter sponsors right Right. I mean, he wasn't flying an actual helicopter for more than a more than a month, and he had a deal with Compass, and he had two brand new Compass helicopters at his door. You know, right? Wow. You know, I mean, he just it, it, well, and that's the difference. I mean, you know, in today's world, it's or today's hobby, I guess, or even when I when I was in it, you know, with the micros and the and the sims, it's maybe a little easier to get into it. Um, without that social interaction right but you know humans for the most part are social creatures to some extent so it's always fun 
Sure. Right. I think you progress quicker when you're flying with other people. I would agree you know. with that. Sure. Yep. Uh, part of motivation and drive, right? You know. Yep. So well, you pushed each other. Look what I learned how to do. Oh, I can do that. You know, you push each other. It's when you're flying by yourself every day, it's really hard to step out of the comfort zone and you don't progress if you don't step out of the comfort zone. Right. Right. If you don't have to practice a bailout, if you never have to practice a bailout, well, you're going to be tail and hovering for a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. And to be blunt, that was me. I, couldn't tell you how many gallons of nitro I burnt doing tail and hovering before I <laughs> found a reason to push myself beyond that, whether it was going to a fun fly or, you know, meeting up with people that I'd met via the podcast or forums. Um, it's a great hobby. It really is. It is. Um, I can't think of another hobby that I've had that gave me back so much. Um, at, at every level, right. yeah. I don't think I, it's probably not a hobby that I have put so much into it as well. But you know, it is what it is. I mean, I went crazy my first year in the hobby. I I had twenty helicopters ready to fly. Never flew them. Right. They're ready to fly. <laughs> nice. You know? I spent yeah. like seven five thousand dollars my first year in the hobby. Oh my god! That's with like uh, trailer included, and I had to buy a truck, and Jeez. then I had to course had to fill that trailer up with helicopters. <laughs> I was a builder for a long time. I was a heli builder for right, a long time. Right. <laughs> well, uh, I have a question for you. Um, sure. What was one of the funnier moment behind the scenes moments uh, of the podcast? Um, that's kind of a that's kind of a tough question because, to be honest with you everything behind the scenes unless we were talking about some serious topic of uh, whether organizing a fun flyer working actual working um but i would say some of the things i remember that were the funniest behind the th scene was like our trip to urcha when we all jumped into an rv and drove 1600 miles um you know just the shenanigans that took place you know when people are sleeping and you're you know just the, the typical shit you've seen everywhere it's like someone's sleeping and you put a bunch of whipped cream or shaving cream on their hand and then you tickle their face that kind of shit you know silly silliness like that it just was it just was all the time um another one just popped into my head uh, Othello is a fun fly that we used to go to here. Um, it's kind of a, one of the main, that was one of the main Northwest fun flies. And I don't remember if it was the first or third or second or fifth or 20th time there, but <sighs> Justin, <laughs> Justin one night after we did the show, actually during the show, because we did a live show there every time we went. Uh, he brought a bottle of Kraken rum. Gucci just perked up. Yeah, so... We had to, real quick, Dan, we had to actually hodgepodge an episode together from a previous episode because Gucci uh, had himself some Kraken rum. 
Oh, it's recording. <laughs> so typically all of our live shows we drank. I mean, we had the hot apple pie, right? We had the hot apple pie guy, Phil, which by the way, I just talked to him not too long ago. He's doing well for those of you who remember Phil. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> and we drank at these live shows. I mean, we drank a lot of hot apple pie and a lot of beer and a lot of whiskey and a lot of crack and rum. You know, we started the show and we would start drinking immediately upon starting the show. So you could hear it. If you, if you really pay attention, you can hear it in pretty much everybody's voices. But one, this one in particular, <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we're kind of winding down the show and, and keep in mind, these, these live shows were so much fun because everybody at the Fun Fly would grab a chair and they'd come gather around and, and uh, you know, interact with us. And they were just a lot of fun. But Justin, in particular, decided that it would have been a, it was a good idea to drink a couple hot apple pies, do a shot of whiskey, and then start in on his Kraken rum. Maybe about by the time we were 35 or 40 minutes into the show, he had already consumed all this alcohol. Mm. and and i looked over at him and we were we were maybe 15 20 minutes and he's leaning he's leaning there and he's got his hands on his on his uh on, on his legs and he's kind of leaning there and his eyes are closed and he's basically passed out i mean he is passed <laughs> out um so i said something to startle him and he woke back up and he's like ha ah! he starts laughing like he's like because people were <laughs> like he was up the whole time. Right. Yeah. People were laughing. So he thought there was a joke told. Right. <laughs> he's laughing. He's he's playing along. Later that night, we're we finished the show. He's passed out essentially. And I remember he um we were packing up the gear and he was of no help because he was just too far gone. But I remember he went and he laid out on the grass. Of course it's a nice summer night. And he just started saying Oh, this grass is so cool. Uh, you know. <laughs> so usually when we um, did the sh did that, wrapped everything up, we would all go back and a whole big group of people. We'd sit around a propane fire plate, you know, open fire from a propane grill, and uh, just drink and tell stories, whatnot. And Justin tried to participate, but Nick eventually just said, "Come on, dude." So Nick drug his ass back to the camper and threw him into the bed. And uh, the way Nick explained it, Justin was like trying to eat air. Like he was going. <laughs> <laughs> you know but anyway, fast forward to the next morning. We all just, it was Sunday. Everybody's packing up. Nick or Justin comes strolling out of the camper. And he, and we're like, he's all happy bouncy we're like what is going on dude he's like how how are you not destroyed right now he's like i don't know man but i feel great he was still drunk mm. right he was <laughs> so then fast forward the heat starts to get hot it's probably noon and all and you could just tell it's taking its toll and uh, and he's just sitting there in a chair trying to figure out and nick's like dude here just eat some bread it'll soak up that 
alcohol that still got you and to drink a bunch of water. So we ate some bread and immediately just started throwing up. And then he was just done. I mean, it was oh, just, man. I actually took a picture of him and I put a, put some font on it and it's, I saw it recently. I don't know if it was in a photo album that I got on my computer, but it basically is something, something about, uh, uh, who, who wrecked their helicopter and who got wrecked. And it's a picture of Justin just looking like death warmed over. Just, just, <laughs> we need that, that picture so we can make a t-shirt. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm sure I could find it. I know I saw it recently within the last few months, but um, yeah, a lot of crazy shit like that. There was a guy from, I can't remember his name, but he was at every event. Um, he, too, succumbed to the Kraken, and um, he, uh, we ended up giving him a, um, a large garbage bag because he just had, he was too drunk to move. And uh, he was just puking in this garbage bag just constantly for about 20 minutes. And finally, we got him in his bed. And there were many times where people, we would help them to their, to wherever they were sleeping in the morning. They'd come out and they'd say stuff like, I don't know who I need to thank, but thanks for putting me in my bed last night. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just <laughs> crazy shit all the time. It was good fun. That's mm. funny. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, Dan. So. Uh, before we wrap up tonight, uh, we got one more question for you. So, what does RCHN twenty twenty one Fun Fly look like? Uh, it looks it... like me sitting in my living room playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to say no to that. I mean, I I've not heard any discussion. It's Justin's not brought it up to me. Um, the biggest issue that we had is we had a tremendous field. Like we, we were working with a farmer that had many acres and we rented the field for the weekend. And, um, we, we, we made sure to clean up after ourselves. Uh, I was always the last one to leave. I, you know, we would patrol the grounds for garbage and cigarette butts. And, you know, we took care of the land and we had a good relationship with, with this particular farmer. Um, however, the last show we did there was fairly large for a Northwest event, um, considering its location. Um, I, I know we broke a hundred, a hundred and maybe it's 125 pilots, which oh, is wow. not, a big, that's not a big event, right? Yeah, but that's pretty respectable. Yeah. It's a, yeah. you know, it's a good number. Um, so we found out Justin got a call several weeks after the event because Justin always, um, in, re-engaged after about two weeks with, uh, the farmer, you know, was everything good? Did we get it cleaned up, uh, to your liking? And, and she, it was, uh, uh the wife of the family who we dealt with. Yeah, it was great. You guys, you know, you, every year you guys clean up. She said, but I got some bad news. We, we, we can't, we can't have you back next year. And you go, Justin was like, oh, that's, that's unfortunate. What, what, what's going on? It was something we did. She said, no, it's not really something you did, but all of our neighbors are complaining and they're asking us to not let this happen next year. Oh, 
all the extra traffic um of course we're out you know we got that pa but we do we were out in the middle of nowhere right it's the the, the music shouldn't have been an issue there wasn't anybody for miles right but, well, miles is maybe a bit of an exaggeration but there was you know you know we had the pa go until three o'clock in the morning all the floodlights you know um coming and going people you know i i dare to say that we you know by the time we had a hundred and some odd pilots register and their family we probably bought a brought a fair amount of commerce to that little town right not nothing ground shaking right but mm-hmm. you know yeah enough enough for them to go wonder what's going on yeah enough enough i i, I feel enough to make it worth their while to let us go party out in the middle of nowhere for three nights without right. but right you know it's their neighbors their farm and that's the issue is finding a, a place and you know ken um ken from uh that that hobby store jeez i'm so lower heli lower heli um <clears throat> he's <clears throat> he's actually the one that, that found that place because he had a fun fly there the year before we started doing it there because uh, initially we were doing our fun fly in uh, spokane outside of spokane um washington um and you know he struggled uh, to to find that place and it all comes down to location you know you got you know you got to have your event somewhere where it's reasonable for somebody to fly in where it's reasonable for somebody to get a hotel where right. it's reasonable to have chaos happen without fear of you know people getting hurt or people driving drunk or um causing disturbances you know with the neighbors uh whether it's noise or whatever um it's just a lot of work and uh i don't see another rchn event i don't want to ever say no uh, but i don't see it happening right all right. Mm. All right. Well, Dan, we certainly appreciate you coming on our show. I mean, truly for us, you are a legend of podcasting. And uh, and I know all the podcasts that uh, share in this, you know, definitely look up to you guys and always have. So it's been truly an honor to have you on tonight, sir. So thank you. Oh, you betcha. I appreciate you guys having me on and let me ramble on like an old man. <laughs> Absolutely. So <laughs> if there was a way for someone to get in touch with you, could they do that? And what you got? Yeah, I mean, um, obviously the RCA Heli Nation address isn't good anymore, but uh, the old one, Dan K. Reed at msn.com still exists. And that's my personal email. Perfect. Uh, if anybody wants to send me a note, uh, feel free. Oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Send nudes. Send nudes. <laughs> yeah, dick pics, please. Dick pics. <laughs> oh, gosh. And, of course, if you'd like to get in touch with us, we are at theheliheadsshow at gmail.com. And uh, if you'd like to be a guest or you have show ideas or give us a kudos, whatever you want to do, hit us up. We would certainly love to hear from you. Yeah. If you guys want to shoot on over to our facebook page give us a like and don't forget to follow and subscribe to us on podbean and itunes how about a huge shout out to all the other heavy podcasts Uh, we're not going to go through the list but thank you for doing what you do as you are tonight from dan the man k reed it's uh (laughs) 
it's definitely entertainment. Um, if you want to check out some of the other folks out there, just give them a listen. Freefall, Delarotor, Skids Up. There's quite a few. Nice. All right, well, let's move into our parting words. Gucci, what you got? As always, let's see if anything changed from last week. It's possible. How about some hashtag 580 Nitro Ripper? Gotta love that goblin. Mm. Hashtag <laughs> borrowed this from Mitch Booth. Thanks, buddy. Mm. That He's still waiting for the return. Yeah. Oh, oh, he got it. He got that like two <laughs> days after I built mine. Is his uh, built, though? Yes. Oh, and it's sweet. flying, too. Nice. Yep. So, how about some hashtag where's my nitroxy, Mike? Mm. <laughs> Still waiting for that one. And you know where it is. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for you to deliver it. Mm. Like you should to the Gucci master. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have hashtag tandem survivor. Yes, I yes. did survive flying with Scott Graham. Mm. Mm-mm. I'll get you. And then... Yeah, and then uh, we have the good old fun with flags. Yeah. Yep, and then... (laughs) (laughs) I can't say this on a straight face. Hashtag, I like big hovers, and I cannot lie. (laughs) And that could be used different ways, Mm -hmm. you know? What? I'm Uh, I'm an ass man. I mean, I'm a a man. Yeah. Mm. T- tail in yep. all the time. <laughs> yep, tail in. <laughs> remember? Oh, oh Jesus! Gosh. Kevin remembers. He looked at my ass a long mm. time before. Whoa! I, circuits, I thought we yeah. weren't putting that on Wrong air. Podcast. Wrong Jesus. podcast. Holy cow! <laughs> all right, so I'll jump in here with hashtag smack them tail blades. Yeah, boy. Hashtag done in thirty seconds. What? <laughs> So many jokes. So <laughs> many jokes. <laughs> Dan's probably like, "What in the hell is going on right now?" I don't even know. I don't even know what a hashtag is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here I'll, I'll 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 adjust this one for you. Uh, pound sign. Ohio is for fun flies. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Now I know what a hashtag is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I'm old. Uh, Keep, you know. Don't judge me. Right. We got hashtag drag your shit. Nice. Hashtag spread awareness, not butt cheeks. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then I'm bringing this one back. Uh, hashtag equipo esfinter socio. Yes. Fence post hit it. Jesus. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Hashtag. It's okay. I'll run your fun fly. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> Hashtag. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Hashtag under a desk near you. That one, you gotta have context with that one. That one sounds bad. Um, <laughs> hashtag bitch mittens. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> hashtag DoorDash my bathtub. Yes. All right. Oh God. Oh man. All right, like our boy K Dub says, send it till you end it. Our boy JT, f them batteries. And then, of course, we got hashtag put that thunder down under. And then we got hashtag <laughs> I'll do anything for a 50. And uh, 50, I got a new one in here. Fit, What's that? 50, 50, 50. 50. 50, there you go. There you go, 50. Uh, then we got a new one. I don't know if you guys listened to the last free fall, but we got hashtag film Andy doing everything. 
You'd have to listen to understand. <laughs> uh, so hashtag I'm still popping breakers. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. And of course we got hashtag I ain't gay, but a 50 is a fitty. Oh boy. <laughs> we'll wrap up with hashtag too old for hold. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode number 32 with big country loving Dan K. Reed. We'll catch you guys next time. See ya. See ya. Yeah. Thanks, Laters. Thanks, Dan. twist i yep. call it the dick twister now just because <laughs> of that video nice <laughs> you have the best friends <laughs> <laughs> i wish i had what friends was, like was that hanger nine mike i don't know who the hell makes it all i know is it says twist real big on it so every time he pulls it out, i'm like twist his dick <laughs> <laughs> oh, i was wondering why he never shows up yeah What? Bringing out a 45s tonight? 45s? Yeah. Yeah, did you, you duct, duct tape a couple Cold. 40s to your hands? <laughs> yeah, Edward 40 hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'll never be able to mute. That'll be the funniest thing ever. Where did I hear that? Oh, gosh. That's what that's called when you duct tape 40s to your hands? Yeah, yeah. I've heard it before. It's just been a long time. <laughs> I was for me because I was like, yeah, we used to freaking play Edward 40 hands on Fridays. That's what we did yeah. to our, you know. Gucci did Edward cracking hands. Yep. Well, I thought if we're going to do the banter, then we're going to bring them in for the whole thing. Yeah. Um, it's up to you. What do you guys think? I don't care either way. Does he have banter? <laughs> Is he ready to banter with us? I don't know. Uh, Is anybody ready to banter with us? No. Oh, Probably come not. on, Scott! Try it. Good. I'm gonna twist your dick next time I see you. <laughs> <laughs> Just choked on the dick. <laughs> oh, well, I, I, told him recorded. I told him 830. <laughs> You told him eight thirty. Yeah. All right, we'll bring him in. And I did. I did EST all caps. So. (laughs) That's fine. That stands for estimated. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) estimated. (laughs) If it's in front of the time. Uh, You're you're a tad hot, by the way. Am I? I'm on my (laughs) left. You are. Oh, are you? (laughs) Twisted dick. Uh, okay.
how are you guys handling your tracking? Uh, uh, we all we all been chipped from, by the government. Yeah, I use bitch gauge <laughs> for longer. Audio you, don't, you don't you don't turn your phones on. Is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need to come up with a Dan Reed nickname. Big Country Eleven. That's exactly oh, what I was. I knew that say. was coming up. <laughs> <laughs> that was gonna happen. There was some good stuff. There's some stuff that I probably won't put in there, just FYI. But uh, Scott, might, and, Scott and Gucci fell asleep. Yeah, I think they did. Oh, See, so, I put people to sleep when I start talking. <laughs> it is soothing. You serenaded. <laughs> well, listen. What is there like 260 uh, some odd episodes that you can be entranced by Dan's lovely voice? They're uh, frantically scrolling through Tinder trying to find Big Country Love, and that's what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, oh shit. Guys, if I die, just keep going. I feel like okay. my heart's going to explode. Well, are you drinking too many monsters again? Yeah. I had like four today. Holy we'll shit. We'll be off while we're doing the podcast. <laughs> Holy dude, shit. you better slow down on that shit, man. Yeah, that shit's, not, that shit's not good for you, dude. Yeah, I know, but I'm falling asleep at work. I don't know what else to do. Get more sleep. <laughs> it's impossible <laughs> when you hang out with these assholes. <laughs> true, true. Well, I'm going to make you wait just a little longer. I'll be right back. Oh, oh Lord! <laughs> gonna go twist his dick or something. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> grab his dick and twist it. He's gonna pull a Jeffrey Tubin. <laughs> uh, what are you? Are you even flying now? I mean, you, you kind of said no, but I mean, you know, start that really, question kinda. over. Do that. Over. <laughs> oh my this time, like you mean it. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not. All right. I, I what are you talking about? Shit you trying to? What? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sketchy redo. Sketchy redo. Freefall had a good thing going. Are they still doing their show? They are. Yeah. Yep. Are they? I, I thought that they put uh, the guy that came to do the show with Justin was on Freefall. Um, name them for me if you would. Uh, starts with an S. He had a. Steve. It's not his real name. Steve. No, it was a nickname. Um, I don't know if he's doing it anymore. Oh, jeez. Shaky. Sh- uh, sh- Shaggy. 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 That's who it was, yeah, because I guess his, his hair. He's on Telerotor. That's his. Uh, that's his, the podcast he does now. Okay. All right. Well, let's wrap it up then. Let's. Uh, I'll pause okay. for a moment and we'll bring it back in. All right. All right. Well, uh, again, Dan, thank you so very much for coming on the show. Uh, we can't thank. Nah, that sounds stupid. Hang on. Wait, wait. Cut. What am I going to say here? Uh, what did I say last time? Like wrapping up or something? I don't remember. I think you said twist his dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. All right. Let's see.